Because no, I, I appreciate it, but I think the, the reason that I, I, I that what I discovered is that um, they were listening to it like not with a podcast app. Mm. They were just listening to like the audio file on the website, which is a thing you can do. But like, I was just, I, I was, I, I, I didn't. It's one of those things where you that's don't like, consider that's like the hardcore listeners, I've, right? I remember once when you were you were doing some musical stuff and you were mm. talking about how you like made sure to master it so that it would sound good, even if it was coming out of like a phone speaker yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like. That is, I, I would, I would never have even thought to do that. You know, because that's I, one I of those like, things where you yeah. have to be a bit obsessive about the sure. thing you're doing and yeah. have run out of optimizations to do, and then you just want to find more yes. to justify the. <laughs> like you're, you're very interested in a particular topic and mm. doing it really well and being and, and, and in your craft or whatever you're yeah. trying to improve at, and eventually you just get good enough, and then you get this feeling of like alienation and boredom that you maybe could even be doing even better than you are. So then you start thinking of, so what are some adversarial conditions that somebody might view as? <laughs> what if they're, you know, like David Lynch, you mm. know, uh, recommends against uh, watching the movie on a on a on a phone, you know? Mm. What if they're, um, although apparently David Lynch now shoots films on phones potentially. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that was a joke. It's hard to know what's a joke nowadays, yeah, especially yeah. with David Lynch. Um, but no, the timestamp thing. Uh, yeah. If anyone wants to. Um, Maybe we can get a budget for it if we can't. If you set up a Patreon, we only have one goal, yeah, and, and it, yeah. one goal will be like when we hit like a hundred pounds a month, yeah. right? We'll then be like, right, we can just hire someone yeah. to just do the timestamps. Yeah, that would yeah. be. <laughs> I, I, um... Timestamping is like a big skill. You yeah, know? So it, it takes what is it a two-hour podcast? Mm-hmm. So that's fifty pounds an hour, right? That's what yeah. we're billing for doing the timestamps. Yeah, yeah. A week, assuming, assuming a, a a rough uh, output of two a month, which is probably what we're averaging at the moment. Mm. Do you reckon there um, are just media people that just sit there and and do timestamps for podcasts? Well, but, so I was talking to a, a colleague of mine at my old job. Like, they, they've started you do like doing twenty twenty podcast. podcasts a week or something. Yeah, well, they've started doing a podcast. And apparently, like someone just like got in touch with them and said like. I can see this needs a bit of work. Would you like someone to do the editing for you? Uh, that sounds like one of those cold you know, emails you get yeah. where someone's trying. Except it's legit. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently so. Apparently they're, they're like really. I mean, you know, this is this is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like casting shade or anything. Apparently mm-hmm. the, the person is really good. It's one of those things where like it's not like the kind yeah. of people where yeah. they send you an email about being a guest on your podcast. Yeah, yeah you, you know, you get like, like yeah, you a you, podcast which never has guests. We we you know. got one the other day because I, I I get emails about I, actually, they scrape yeah. the Apple directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I don't know. Actually, no, because the podcast, the, the email that's listed, I believe, is um, podcast at romantichazard.co.uk, which mm. goes to... Oh, no, maybe I've sent that to forward to me now, because before it was... It's some kind of no- proton mail it was, or yeah, some it was, kind of it was, it was, webmaster at, yeah, at hover.domain.nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sent it to go to, oh, yeah, I sent it to, go to some, like, some, yeah, some, some, some nothing email, which broke yeah. after a while, and then it wasn't getting anything. But we were, for a short time, like the number 10 podcast in one of the charts in Argentina or something like that. Oh, yeah, nice. Which, nice. Is, which is good stuff. Very but, good. yeah, I got an email the other day with someone like, would you like to become, uh, would you like to get your co- get your content on Wisdom, the app for wisdom. life coaching podcast or something like that? Is it Wisdom like with, like, they, a Z? I don't Maybe. think, I think it was just Wisdom, but they, they were offering three. to, like, they, they were just like, get paid for it, and then you scroll down a little bit, and it's like, WizCoin. Get, get, oh, it's, hell yeah. It's, it's, it's really, even got its own script. Yeah, I know. It was, <laughs> I, was, I was sort of, I was was kind of a gog i was like i didn't realize that it's it's the sort of thing that i think just because in our circles or to people like us it seems very like you you'd feel 
cringe doing that you know but there's a lot of people out there yeah. like the like the linkedin type yeah. of person they right, where the they mainly know about like numbers and the idea of cringe doesn't really yeah. it's like well they can do something that's cringe but you can't quantify cringe so it's not part of their metrics right yeah it's not like a kpa or whatever a kpi <laughs> an mau right but like okay, musk we want to know fucking, like elon musk yeah. i want to know on your whiz coin how many actual users are there right because <laughs> there's got to be some hardcore real head whizzers right Whizzing away all day. That's the thing. Like, the, you've got Zoomers. It's now it's Wizards. I now. think I've I've sort of said this. I I, I I've thought about this before because especially this was something that especially I I, I noticed after going to a lot of fringe shows, mm. which is that there's a sort of uh, an uh, a sort of like an uh, uh, x squared curve basically of like um, how comfortable an audience is or how like losery something seems mm. when you with like and an, where the the y-axis is like using oh no y-axis is like the that that level and the x-axis is like user numbers so yeah. if you've got basically nobody so does so this include the negative part where it goes I, yeah <laughs> yeah like if you have negative users then i mean it's kind of a you, you, that's impressive honestly yeah. if you if you've got like zero to like a, a two or three people then clearly it's like a you know it's sort of just a a work in pro it's very like you know sort of small scale if it's a show then you've got you know it's a very small audience and you can talk to them directly you don't need to yeah. be like sort of if you've got like a, a small a handful of people but not a not like uh, enough to be a crowd in mm. terms of a fringe audience or like in terms of users of something or like supporters of patreons or whatever like a small number so that you're getting like maybe a low three-figure number where it's like and i mean yeah, yeah. If this is if you're trying to make a, a big deal of it like if you're if it's something you're doing as like a side project or whatever i think you know do is what, this a podcast we're really talking matter. about or a comedy show I'm just sorry. I'm trying. I'm, try, I'm, 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 I'm aligning between the two. Because oh, we're going to pivot the two, to a comedy the, well, show. Is that what well, you're yeah. saying? You've run the numbers, and we yeah. work way better. <laughs> I'm just saying the, the two. The two exist basically in the same. It's the same like distribution, but it's like a different scale. Right. So like right, right. in in terms of a comedy show, if you have like say one to three people, maybe up to one to five or whatever in the audience, and it's so small that the comedian can talk to you directly, and it's very. It becomes very intimate. Yeah. yeah. If you've got like fewer than that, but like not quite enough to feel like a crowd. So like say six to maybe 15 or it depends how big the room is but i'm yeah. thinking of like the upstairs at the, at the carolina or whatever where it's like it's 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 a bit small but it's not like tiny then it's a little bit yeah. like having a party right if you yes. invite too yeah, many yeah, people yeah. then it breaks into subgroups mm. but yeah. at a comedy show there's an enforced attention yeah. direction so it can't do yeah, that yeah. right and, and then you've got like basically once you get past that once there's enough people in the room that it sort of feels like a crowd you know, mm. but like every row has most of the seats full or whatever, then it sort of it, it, it snaps back and it becomes like very like it feels good again because you've got an yeah, undifferentiated yeah, yeah. mass. Like people can surrender themselves to being an undifferentiated undifferentiated mass. Mm. Whereas like in that in between space where you're neither like you're sort of uncomfortably it's sitting in uncomfortable tension between like cl- clear individuality or clear like group. Um, sort of. So it's like an x squared curve with like an offset. Yeah. How exactly. do you do that? Do you add just to the x squared plus a number, and does that move it along the x axis, or does that move it along the y axis? It moves along the y axis, yeah. right? Because you're adding it yeah. to the result. Yeah. So you have to do x plus something squared. But yeah. then does that scale? The... I can't remember. This was in this was yeah. this was a part of thing you were talking about in the ADD discourse, mm. right? Every, when you talk about something that's called discourse, right? Uh, about like um, how I got a D in, in A level maths yeah. because that was when I like my my achievements dropped sure. off. Yeah, and I got eight A stars at GCSE yeah. and four A's. Those, yeah. those were my GCSEs, right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing below an A, right? Mm. And then uh, 
uh, A level, I got a B and a B and a C, yeah, and a D for maths, which I needed the A A S part sure. of, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was um I was thinking about that. I was thinking, yeah, there's a lot of things where it's like I really half remember this because I remember trying to learn it, mm. but I just couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, couldn't, I couldn't find the thing as interesting enough. So I have a lot of half-remembered, like, I know exactly how uh, an X-squared graph looks, mm. but I can't remember how you actually manipulate yeah, the yeah. thing. If somebody, get, I, I think it was when uh, I had a Mac, I had that mm. uh, grapher, grapher, or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called, where I could just be like, oh, I'm going to put a graph in. Now I don't have that anymore, so I just yeah. use Wolfram Alpha. Yeah. It doesn't really work. People don't like Wolfram Alpha. I always it's, thought it's, it was, it's, 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 it's a good idea. Problems. Yeah, and Wolfram is kind <laughs> of a old Wolfram is kind himself, of a guy, yeah. But, yeah, but like... I don't know. I thought Wolf. I always thought Wolf Mouth was right. He's on the he's on the the um, Bostrom continuum or something. Mm, yeah, he? he is a bit. But like, I think I think I've, Tom's talked about this before. I think the trouble with Wolfram is he is a genuine genius. He is also a bit of a crank in some yeah, ways. He, he knows yeah. that he's a genius, and yeah. unfortunately, that's like the re- yeah. the reach and the grasp yeah, have to yeah, be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, I, I think the same thing that applies to comedy shows kind of applies for like your your like user base or your supporter base whereas like if you've got a very small number of people then it's either it's it can be low effort or it can be like our patreon used to be basically yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a bit that we did yeah um and then you've got like you get some stuff for free is what yeah, you're saying yeah and then and then but there's there's a sort of a gap where any like you know if it's if it's just a hobby then you know you're just happy for whatever limited success like there's a guy i back on patreon who has like i don't know like 20 or so backers but he makes a load of little tools and one of them i use a lot it's called mm. kill, kill the newsletter by the way really useful mm. it's basically it sets you up a like a disposable well, not disposable but like it sets you up a like a random generated mailbox that you can then like whatever comes in gets um like it pipes out an rss feed for those mm. so rather than having email newsletters you can just you know send them to email yeah, 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 and it yeah. allows me to do I think the trouble I, I have a lot of the time with these things is the services don't let you split them out by feed so mm. like you just get all of the email newsletters um, and this lets me like you know sort of have separate feeds as though they were blogs yeah. for email newsletters which I really like um, and he's I think he has a huge number of um, followers of subscribers on Patreon but I you know do that because he, he's just some like I think he's an academic or he's like a, a program or something like that yeah, yeah. But he just has a load of little side projects and he's just and like, also crucially like these, it's very like know, it, it's mm. coupled to the thing it's like well this is incentive for him mm. to work on the things yeah yeah, yeah. And for, for me it's like I use that it's a service. signal that yeah. these things matter yeah, and, I, but it, and it's yeah. a proof of work signal in that you have to just give him money <laughs> yeah. right well I use so that service so much has, the signal has value right? oh, yeah I would feel bad not like yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. a few quid at him because I like, if he was charged I was thinking about that like the monetization threshold or like the you know how do you get the because I was trying to think of like things I've backed on Patreon other than just this was a thing that I thought was mm. cool and there aren't that many of them I probably only backed about five or ten mm. things on Patreon like ever right yeah. and one of the ones I was thinking of was um, because it like resurfaced one of those people that you follow on Twitter but you don't even look at Twitter that much and neither do they and so sure. you only get yeah. like one post from like a year yeah. or like retweets or whatever which is you know and there was a guy this was about five years ago and I remember like um, I was looking around for different text editors right mm. as you do this is, I was using Sublime Text at the time which is still what I use and I just used the demo version I think I cracked it at one point by changing changing one hex digit because you know in a hex editor to remove the check for the license thing or whatever it's got like a nag thing that appears like once every 20 times you save or 100 times so you don't really notice it right sure. but um i was at the point where i was kind of thinking i need a more like a code focused text editor for if i'm doing any code and it needs to be able to do projects and needs to be able to search within things and have all like extensible stuff to show stuff in a certain way. And there's all the, the standard things like all the, the like Atom and related things like all the, all the like VS Code, VS code and, yeah. and, and VS obviously. And there's all these kind of things like that. And I think basically nowadays that's what I've settled on because it works. For, well, at the time it was like you know this just seems a bit much right running a whole browser just to run a text editor <laughs> well everything has become Chromium. It's just or at whatever. this point it's like well I've got the Electron eight, I've got the eight yeah. core 
yeah. Ryzen CPU, yeah. and I don't really notice, but I do notice really. But it's not that big of a deal. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't care as much as. Yeah. I don't. I don't care that much about principles about why. Th- like, if something's <laughs> coded bad, I'm just like, well, everything's coded bad. Like, it's not, I, you can't. You, you end up like Jonathan Blow, or you end up like yeah. the other one. Um, but anyway, that's very much in that in that circle of people, right? Um, there was a guy who just basically was just like, I guess he's probably about our age, maybe. I don't know, maybe even younger, I don't know. And he was just basically like, I'm just going to make a text editor that's like Emacs, but like not like Emacs, like a bit more normal. Yeah. And has like, it's just entirely just for coding, right? And the text editor is called for coder. That's what it's called. And he was just, you know, making it himself, but it wasn't open source. This was the mm. thing. So it had like, one of the features it had was um, it would recognize when you're writing a block of code, but not in a kind of like, IntelliSense kind of thing. More just like when you started typing the... the it was entirely for like C and C++, right. essentially. And, or C-like languages. Sure. I imagine you could very easily extend it to work in Java or C-sharp mm-hmm. or something. And it would understand blocks of code, and then when you were in a block of code, it would indent it. But it wouldn't indent it like soft indenting, like it would insert the stuff. Yeah. It would just only ever display valid, like... Uh, it would only ever display the stuff according to the rules of like layout that you'd specified. Mm. So it didn't actually display the code itself. It displayed the abstract, the abstract syntax tree, but formatted as code, right? So it was effectively like you would just type stuff and it would only let you sort of type stuff that was kind of like like valid syntax to a degree, right? That's wild. Yeah, and the thing I like is, that idea. and the thing <laughs> is, it's a very good idea, right? And it's it's only one step away from my kind of like vaguely post Alan K thing of just like, well, the code is just a series of forms you fill in, mm. which is probably where we're going to end up, mm. right? The current coding um, religion isn't doesn't believe in that, and so yeah. we won't see that for a while. But the Zoomers will probably have make sure, something like yeah. that, right? It will look like Scratch, but like good, right? Mm. Um, or like that thing in Game Maker by Mark Overmars, where you drag the little things in, like that, but good. Um, no, but what this was essentially, it just it, it just it looks like you're just writing C in Emacs, right? But it has like a bunch of features like that just make stuff, you know, you can only type, it, it, it feels sort of nice to type into. And the other thing about it was it was, it's meant to be very extensible, but rather than having a bunch of Lisp that you have to write or something, it's extensible in just C or C++. So you just load, I guess, modules in, or there's like, there's a like dynamic link library that you compile, which then it loads, which is just all your extensions, right? So in Linux, it's a dot A or a dot, so or something and then in, in i don't know but don't know what it is is it what is it in in on a, on a mac is it is it an so or is it a kext or something i don't know but on, on a windows it would be a dll right so any uh, so the actual program was closed source but you could make um changes to the program mm. but only if you had the source code to the dll which is like all the stuff that actually works yeah. all the actual functionality of the program is just like called out to from the program then you can modify that do whatever you want and um but to get access to that, you had to join the Patreon. And I was like, this is a good reason to join a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. And I'm five, $5 a month or something. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of useful. And I backed it for a bit. And I don't think I stopped backing it eventually but because I stopped using it. But I ended up writing a bunch of like extensions to it. And mm-hmm. I didn't ever put them anywhere because I was kind of a little bit like, well, I could just put these up on GitHub. But yeah. then am I... Because I've modified the existing code, yeah. and the existing code isn't technically open source. You have to pay to get the source. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't really give it away to anyone, mm. and I was kind of a bit like... And it was basically just stuff like, if you press certain key combinations, it finds the next function in the file and just jumps to it, sure. and then makes it at the top of the screen. Right. And it was just stuff like that, which yeah. I just did basically like... I think I don't think I even used regex. I think I just used some like C string... I think it's I think it's written in C++, so I used some like string stream thing where I'm like, if the next thing is a 
is a, an open bracket then and it's on a new line then it's probably a function and then jump yeah. to the next function kind of thing and um the guy recently like a week or two ago like open sourced the whole thing oh, because cool. it's been out for like five years yeah, now, yeah. so i guess maybe now i can open source my very buggy <laughs> additions to it i don't know but that was an example of something where the patron mm. thing worked quite well because it was like yeah. There's an obvious reason to support the mm. guy because he's making a thing, a unique thing yeah. that no one else is making that seems interesting and it's just one guy yeah. doing it basically as a hobby. And also uh, you get a little bit of extra stuff for like the real heads that want to do yeah. more whatever. Um, I think the combination of the two makes it like, that's that's my threshold for when I like pay money for something that's sure. like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, I, don't, I don't generally tend to do, because I just, most things I'm just like, well, you know, I guess I could back this thing, but is it like going to be something I use every day? Probably not, yeah. right? I mean, so. I, I, there, are, there are like a few Patreons I back, I guess, and I, I, I have for a while. They're mostly like podcasts or whatever, where you get bonus episodes for, for backing them. Mm. Um, I yeah, yeah, that seems reasonable because yeah. because yeah, again, you're getting mm. you're getting something that's like a little. This is for the real heads only yeah. kind of kind of thing. But like the the, 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 the I, I don't know. I think I've said I've said it in the part. I feel like this is an old an old memo has saw, which is like my ideal system for for Patreon and stuff like that is basically like no rewards, but everyone supports everyone they like for like a dollar. Yeah, like, I think I think that would be a way. I don't know. Obviously, there are problems with it, but like for me, this is the how Spotify should work. Yeah, model. It, not the how Spotify yeah. works model, yeah. but the how you know the whole thing of uh, your the money that you go in shouldn't just go into a big pot and then be mm. divvied up overall. It should be going yeah. to a pot based on who you listen to. Yeah, right? and like that would be reasonable. Obviously, like there's no real. Are you thinking of the basic attention tokens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the the thing is, from from any individual person's perspective, there's no reason to do that because like anyone who's sufficiently popular to get like enough backers where that would be viable, mm. almost certainly has enough like people who would want well, to pay them a so, bit more yeah. or whatever that it would it would be there's like, like a, a threshold net, effect, a net negative for them. But like I I think it would be a healthier ecosystem as a whole if you just had a you know if it was like a norm where. I, you know, if I like this podcast and I give this podcast like a dollar a month or whatever. Mm. And then, but the, the thing is that also spreads, I think, I think it makes things a bit more like stable because bar like something, I don't know, bar like someone being outed as a nonce or something, mm. you've got like a pretty, you know, some people might stop listening or whatever, but if you've got a enough, a bit broad, you know, a big enough listener base or reader base mm, or whatever, mm, mm, mm. then you've got like people, you've got, you know, that's, that's, that's like, Few, you know, more more smaller is better than big fewer. Big fewer. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in terms of that sort of thing, maybe. But you know, equally, there's never. That's not how it's work. That's not how it works, and that's almost never, certainly how, never how it's going to work. So yeah, it's just a, it's just a a, a, a dream. Well, because I think on the on dream. the level of like, it, I think it's the feeling of being an insider is like what people mm. want, right? They want a feeling, paying paying sure, money yeah. for a feeling. Yeah, yeah. And but it's like the, the 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 for example, the example that I gave, it's like. I presumably being on Patreon would give me the ability to message the guy and be like, yeah. hey, I'm trying to customize this bit mm. of code to do this in yeah. your program that you wrote. You're the main guy writing it, right? Can you tell me the best way of doing this? Like, what what do you think of this bit of code? Mm. And obviously you could just do that on GitHub, but I feel like it just doesn't, like... I, I don't know. I feel a bit... I feel like bad creating, like, open source uh, software issues mm. because normally <laughs> I'm like, it's probably my fault and yeah. I'm going to look like a bit of a fool. Mm. Whereas if it's, like, a private thing where I can sure. message someone on, on Patreon yeah. and I'm paying them money, so I'm yeah. kind of, like, paying for the expense yeah. of them writing a message back, I feel a bit more, like, okay well, with it. I, I, Maybe I just yeah. don't like the idea well, of, like, 
I look like a fool yeah. in public because I'm writing a bunch no, of like I, I, the code yeah. isn't working. What's wrong? <laughs> I think there is. Explain definitely... your API to me. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> there is definitely like a degree of sort of you feel like you're owed something, or like you feel a bit more like yeah. comfortable. People like engaging. to spend money on yeah. something so they can feel like they're yeah. owed something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, the reason. The, right? Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, yeah. I, so I there was a podcast that I I still do. People um, love council yeah. tax because then they can complain <laughs> about the council. no council tax. They yeah. can't complain. I I I, I back I back this podcast on patreon and the guy said a while back like oh i'm gonna start a discord and then i i sent him a message like about a couple of months afterwards saying hey you know just yeah. wondering what are you doing that discord and he's yeah, like yeah, yeah i don't really know how to do it could you give me a hand so i like i made the discord <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah, him yeah. um but uh, yeah i i don't know i think a lot about this this is less something i see on patreon but more something i see and i, I can't remember whether we've talked about this before something I found myself saying I don't know it's funny you do something for what, however long it's been like eight years or whatever and mm. you start realising how much you repeat yourself um, I, mm. I, I was looking same input same output yeah. garbage was... in garbage out <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, that's a show title mm. um, I was looking um, back at some old uh, Kickstarters that I funded because I, mm-hmm. I see this more on Kickstarter than Patreon right? because Kickstarters you know tend to be more for defined projects right mm-hmm. and you tend to see a lot more the effect of just like people learning you were talking about yeah. the headphones thing yeah, yeah. The, he- the headphones thing is one thing there was another thing where I like I so there, there was this game I didn't even back it I just remember it being a thing mm. it's called Tangiers I think and it's like a, it's a sort of weird stealth game or whatever mm. and it's made by um, someone who I can't, some indie dev of like, pro, one of those people who's like prominent on Twitter that you assume, oh yeah, they must be doing all right. And then like, whenever you read the stuff that they actually talk about, they just like, we've been evicted from the third, you yeah. know, like the, the third house this, this year or whatever. And it's just like, it seems like they, for a while, they were just in a very like unstable, precarious financial position, which really sucks. And they had this like Kickstarter for this project um, and it was for this game that they were going to make. And it was, uh, like it, 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 I remember it being a thing like years ago, back mm. when you know, back when I actually backed things on Kickstarter. And then after a while, I you know, I, I I didn't I didn't even back it, and I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I didn't see the the person on Twitter. And I went back to look at the project, and it was like the, all that basically all this like due to unfortunate life circumstances, we're gonna have to put this on hold for a while. And then like an update like that every now and then. And then eventually there was one that was just like, well, we made this other game to sort of make ends meet. That's done surprisingly well for us. So hopefully is, we can feed the money this back This is almost like the good version of keeping... like the Homestuck thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, like... Um... The positive version. Yeah. What was the name of the studio? Oh, the What Pumpkin. Yes. Yeah, yeah basically. Well, no, except in this I don't case know. it was There's like... There's been yeah. so many additional layers of story yeah. onto yeah. that that whenever I read it, I'm like, wasn't well, there a turns out on top sure. of the turns out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, in this case, they were. It was like it wasn't like they were just pissing the money away or whatever. It was yeah. like they were actually doing stuff. It was just like they ended up like they, they the money didn't go as far as they thought it would, which always literally always happens with basically almost any project that is bigger than like a few. You know, sort of like yeah. again, it's a, a lesson that I repeatedly have to learn in my in my job yeah, when like, you're planning your the estimates, n- nuclear like, plants or yeah. high speed rail. Yeah, you know. <laughs> whatever estimate I give, double it at least. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so, so they, they, they were all these posts that were like, and then eventually they sort of got around to like, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're sort of, we're back on it again. We've, you know, we've got some updates coming. And then it basically like went in cycles like that for a few years. And like, it, you know, I, I don't, I have no insight into like where it is or how it's doing. Because like the thing is about projects like that, I find hmm. it difficult when projects drag on for longer than like, you know, um, the projects that are like defined endpoint projects. If they drag on for longer than like, 
you know a few months without progress then i completely lose all sense of what was going on yeah like yeah. It, 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 the, the whole thing becomes just like almost like someone else did it you know well, yeah because you're it, overriding feeling yeah. about the thing is yeah. that this is a thing which isn't happening yes yeah right. and then and then it becomes like that that becomes a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy but yeah they, they were they, you know and, and, and i i i don't know I, I i think maybe like if you're a professional game developer maybe you're more used to like just sort of picking things up again that you've left for a while but like I, I at this point I would be tempted to like just cut my losses, but like you know, fair enough. That it feels they, like the game yeah. industry is somewhere where that just can't happen. Sure, like, because yeah. as soon as you make something, it's got like a half life. Yeah, of, of no pun intended, yeah. but this is probably what happened with Half Life Three, right? But it yeah. just has this like decay yeah. of um of. Well, it's like I've, I've got this. I've got this folder in my technological in my, relevance. I've got this folder in my in my like uh, uh, IA writer, which is the, the sort of like the writing app that I use of like blog posts, ideas, like hundreds of things in there. But like so many of them are just like I read this thing and had this thought and like sometimes i'll still publish them late but a lot yeah, of the time yeah. it's just like the this initial is, this is obsolete yeah, i'm not as enthusiastic thing, about yeah, it yeah the, the initial bit of conversation on this has long since passed like mm-hmm. there's not there's nothing here anymore um and like yeah yeah but the, so the, the point i was actually trying to make about this about this game thing that i keep talking around mm. is if you read the comments on their posts mm. i would say like nine out of ten are like what you would hope for right they're just like my goodness i paid 25 dollars for this you know like three years ago please don't worry about this like yeah. sort yourself out Your i would rather bigger, yeah, yeah i would rather you have a house than be worrying about this i would yeah. rather this not be another source of anxiety for you it'd be grand if you could make it but like we're not holding up you know not in a mean way not holding our breaths you know please just be okay and then there's like one person who's just like just be really nice to get an update on this a bit more often you know it'd just be nice it'd be nice you know maybe what, if you what can't what are you expecting yeah and you I'm know. just like I, I don't understand those people right like yeah, those yeah, people yeah. are literal aliens to me because like I I obviously sometimes you what, get, what you are get, they yeah. saying like more of the same can, can we have more updates on what, how you're it, still it, not working what, on I this? don't know like I don't know <laughs> what they want like I think what they just want to feel it's it's the thing that you were saying right they yeah, want yeah. To, have, to now that they've paid for the thing they want to be able to give out about the thing or whatever mm. but like I don't know, man. Like, nobody's paying, like, massive... You know, at least with the Homestuck thing, when that went weird, like, people were paying, like, quite a lot of money for some of the things, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, where... And, and there was Your maybe... Your fan troll in the yeah, game. Was yeah. that it? I don't think yeah, it was. No, maybe no, it no, was. No, it was, I believe. And, then, like, and the idea that, like, that is something that you have, you know, you, you've sort of, like, paid for, and it almost feels what like... What is that game? Is, a... it, is, it, is it Star Citizen? I feel like this oh, has... This, yeah. this is that well, on, like, a yes. fractal level, right? Star Citizen is like that, except uh, if if it's if it really, really felt like everyone was being taken for a ride, yeah. and it was definitely some kind of scam. Um, do they, do they have a... hundreds a, do they of thousands a, of dollars a, for a your own coin. spaceship... If there's anything that they could, literally any method of like it's rinsing more money out of people, I don't like, think they do have a crypto. Co- maybe they, do. maybe they've just done it yeah. several times now. <laughs> maybe that's why. Like maybe like all, there's probably gonna they've probably done a thing where it's just like you know mint your ship as an NFT or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Like there'll be the you know the 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 the. What's the guy who makes it? Chris Richards? Chris Roberts? Chris whatever? I think maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like the Richards chain or whatever, where it's like, you know, you get to store your your ship, ownership is on the blockchain in Be perpetuity. Be the first to Be join the, f- the culture. <laughs> right, right, like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- 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 but like, I think the thing with, with I mean, with the thing with that is, it's obviously bollocks, but the thing with the Homestuck one is that, like, Homestuck was like It was massive, bo- bollocks right? by accident. Yeah, but, well, no, but like, it was, it <laughs> was, yeah, it, it felt as, very, very, obviously it was like, 
a the, the like there was some clearly some behind the scenes shenanigans going on. Obviously, we may never really know the whole thing, but mm. like it it was there was some behind the scenes malarkey happening. But it was also there was a perhaps more of an expectation of something because it was um, a like someone who is proven not just proven themselves to be like able to command like they're able to like coordinate a very you know complex continuing project but more like someone who has a lot of resources behind them already right yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's not like you're like andrew hussey isn't i'm, I'm, I'm i don't I'm, i have no idea what his financial situation is like but like homestuck was a success by all accounts yeah, right yeah. like both they sold a lot of like hoodies and stuff you know yeah. that was it was a it was a the, the project went well and they raised a an awful lot of money whereas this stealth game was like you know maybe like fifty fifty thousand dollars or something like that like it wasn't you know it was it was that's decent money you wouldn't say yeah. no but like it wasn't like a you know a sort of world bending like you know sort of how where did where did all the money go like it was very much a yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Th- that's that's like a, a year's money you know a year's wage say, depends, for someone who works on as a, the scope in a, as a, of, yeah, of the yeah. game obviously because and, i was thinking yeah. if somebody gave me fifty thousand pounds and but the, the, with the you know the the condition I had to make a video game. I, my first thought is, well, what sort of video game? Yeah, right? because yeah. it seems like a good deal in some cases, but maybe not in sure. others. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be making. Stars I'm not making stars of money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, it was, it was sort of like a, I guess, a low res 3D stealth game, and like, okay. and I think there were a few other people involved, so that you know, sort of means that it's, it's a, but like. It, it felt real. It didn't feel like it was an outrageous amount of money, and it didn't feel like the people behind it were like a sort of, you know, a, a big face. Like you, you, you know, there were people you you follow on Twitter or whatever and see what they were doing and all that sort of nonsense. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I I still think about like the people who, because obviously you can't control who gives you money in those situations, mm. right? Like you can't. I mean, I guess you can refund people. You can't like screen for dickheads, but. I, I don't understand. I, I do yeah. quite like when people do just fire their customers, though. Like, <laughs> in that kind of like, well, you know, we don't really want people like this. Sure, it's bad yeah. energy. We're giving you a refund. Yeah. Plus 10%. Which is fair enough. You we, know, we're like, giving you a payoff for leaving. You know? Yeah. Fire customers. I mean, I, Plus I, inflation, right? Yeah. I, I, I definitely like. I you think that's going to be the new thing. People what? wanting the wanting inflation added to their. When they get their refund on their. <laughs> this hasn't really been an issue until this year. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I find I find that sort of thing just yeah incredibly like it's it's just a different sort of person, you know. Like yeah, I mean, but then again, I dislike making a fuss about things to the extent that you know I I'm just like I think it's what it is. It's a, a, it's a confluence yeah. of like when you're a fan or to mm. a very like heavy degree. Mm. I don't mean like you're just really really into Star Trek or whatever, but like you're the kind of person who the main thing that you do is like be a fan of stuff sure, and like yeah. that thing kind of the, your interests or like the things that you follow kind of become like your you know and I guess you get that with sports you get it with all kinds of things but you kind of like you get that thing where someone's just really like into being the I'm not, I don't want to sound like mean but like the consumer right sure yeah yeah people who are into liking things more than they are into the things yeah themselves. yeah right people whose thing is like being able to have long conversations on social media about like whatever the latest thing is yeah you yeah, know? yeah and that really matters to them whatever that but yeah. like uh, the confluence of that and also the sort of entitled uh the person that really wants to feel like that they have they have like a unique position in the world as the kind of arbiter of sure. the you know the kind of like the the, the, the uh the, they want to feel like they're kind of a financier or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they want to feel like they're, what, <laughs> they're some like, kind I'm of like a margin call. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they're I'm sitting gonna... there thinking that they're that, exactly that they're like some kind of like 18th century Dutch trader, and they're yeah. you know the tobacco's coming yes. in, and they're you know 
They're yeah. they're they're a big shot. Um, so my my ship was lost at sea. Yeah, yeah. The insurance will more than cover it because I own the insurance company. <laughs> it's coming out of everybody yeah. else's pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, do you want to do some cards? Cause we didn't. Yeah, yeah. We hadn't actually do any cards well, last so I've, week. I've got. Yeah. This is what I've been mm. looking at. Right. The, sure. The, the, the cold mm. Jews entering uh, entering uh, Brighton. Mm. Um, cold Jews. Cold cold Jews. Dues, as they say. Uh, not to be confused. I, I've been following. I've been looking at all the because I'm not. I haven't looked at the James Gray website for sure. a couple of years, maybe, yeah. and it's um, maybe it's not being as out and about during COVID, maybe. You know. um, but the uh, I've been doing some comparisons. So maybe we've got a couple. Sure. We've got this one. Yeah. You know where that is, right? But it's interesting. You can see the uh, Helter Skelter on the West Pier. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't, I didn't know there was, but I assume that there, there must have been one, right? So there's there's the comparison, somewhat lined up. Nice. Um, nice, sadly. Nigh, well, yeah, an underground, an underground, <laughs> an underground car, park. car park. Yeah, yeah. It's not a multi-story yeah. underground car park, or is it? I think it may be. Mm, I can't remember. It might I be two-story. Yeah, I think my my parents have parked in there a few times, but like I can't remember. Yeah, because what I was trying to look for was what was what was originally here. Um, we've also got this, which this is a pretty pretty, pretty weird one. Mm. This is I, I was only able to recognise it because it. I mean, it even says right because sure. these these are all notes mm. from by James Gray, yeah. who clearly is a little bit of a tinker. He has yeah. a little bit of a tinker kind of tone. Yes. That's a mistake of Christ, Joe. It's hard to realise the photographer was looking at <laughs> a quadrus and right, not from Montpellier Road. The pillar box was one of the first to be installed in Brighton. Mm. The other being old steam room in Sussex Square. So yeah, what's so, sorry? What's the? So that's here. Yeah, where did that church go? Which yeah, right. There's yeah. All, can, it's it's really weird when you find when there are like churches in the middle of the street like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're Just not in the middle the of the road. Yeah, well, there's, there's like cinemas yeah. right in the middle of the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. You drive round. <laughs> there's there's one in. Um, in Elm Grove, it's the the Annunciation, mm. and it's just like uh, you're going down the street, and it's like like houses, massive church, yeah, yeah, yeah. houses. Well, I think often it's just like there'll be a hill, and someone builds a church on the hill, mm. and then oh, you know, houses get free real estate, right? Yeah, like that's one of them. This is another one, right? Yeah, this one's got three stages, right? So sure. we've got that. Uh, is that where the co-op is? So now? that where, that was oh, very very close. Yeah, Spoilers. this is 1955. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, then this is 1970, so that's 15 years sure. later. Yeah. And then that's uh, present day, present Nine. time, as the they co-op. say. Yeah. yeah, no, the co-op. But I, I, one thing that I noticed is that mm. at some point between 1955 and 1970, yeah. these railings changed sure. into into these railings. Mm. So there you go. Uh, also, they were painted white then, which is maybe slightly odd. I think here they may have been painted green. That's nice, the yeah, like, like Brighton style. Brighton, yeah, like a, you know, it's the, very the common to paint front. iron railings green sure. to make them look like copper. I learned yeah. that from Jonathan Meads. Uh, and then <laughs> and now, now of course they're now black, which is the the, the thing for all for all railings now. Um, this is this is another good one. Stuart it's Lewis. to see to see this as a, <laughs> as, a, as a kind of uh, <laughs> that was a thing on Mastodon a few years ago, which was just taking the first ne- the first mm. name of something and yeah. then these. The first letter of the second name, but yeah. then go back to the first name. So that would be the the movie Stuart Little, but it would be called nice. Stuart Lewis. Stuart right? um, but that Stuart is, of Limited course, Lewis now Lewis. now this. That is that oh, is the a, back of the old um, the right? old market, right? Yeah, right, right. That's right. really nice. I like it. That's a good there. transformation, a, yeah, right? A, that's that's a good use. Well, because they were they were doing a whole lot of building work and redoing all of this sure. stuff. I think there was a huge amount of maintenance and stuff, and they've only just got rid of the scaffolding. I think yeah. which was last year. Nice little community so, garden bit. Yeah, but it's interesting. There was a garage. That's a good that's a good example of gentrification, isn't it? Yeah. 
But it clearly started off looking more like this. Yeah, went get, through a phase of looking like this. Another then... weird little thing. Like there's that. There's the place. It's like it, it's when you when you leave the freeholds by like the the road at the at the Sainsbury's end and you come yeah. out. There's like a little like motorbike garage or some sort of garage. Like yeah, just yeah, opposite. yeah. I think yeah. it might have gone now. There's I think a lot it might of have been places. demolished. There's a lot. But yeah, of loads of little like places that. like that. Do I think there's quite a little few old places. garages that are kind of mm. up in? So this is the point where I just do a bunch of mousing around. It's yeah. on that road that goes over to Preston Park. I think it's... Is it, like... Is it around here? I think it might still be a garage, actually. Mm. Like, I don't know. But it's got some old, like, petrol pumps and stuff. You just sure. Sort of, oh, it's a play motorhome in front of it. Mm. But you can see... It's like, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. You see this yeah. sort of thing But it used lot, to be right? that kind of garage. Yeah, right. And, and now it's just a... I think yeah. there's another one up in... It's a lot round, like, near the station, I think. Mm. I think it's this... I think it might be this road. It's either this road or the road over. Yeah, it's this one, right? Look, look. <laughs> just a little, a little quick Google yeah. Maps tour of all the. And I get, maybe they're. I don't think they're listed. I don't think you can list a petrol yeah. pump, but people just keep them around. You know, very nice. Um, what else was on here? Uh, there was one thing that there's just certain turns mm. of phrase that he uses, like. How he, he says things like Jewish synagogue. As opposed to the right. non-Jewish synagogues. There was another one, yeah. It's now yeah. been replaced by the Jewish synagogue. Nice, um, sadly. This, this one, which I, I'm trying to work out where this even is. Mm. Holland Road, I suppose. Yeah. This is a stable. Yeah. Oh, no, I, no, no, I don't know where that is. It's difficult to know because yeah. it, it, yeah, yeah. it takes up the whole, the mm. whole picture. Yeah. Um, and then talking about the Brunswick Hotel, and then and then of course I got mm. on to well this actually was several weeks ago this was sure. bef- this was before our last podcast I, mean, right. I, just, I forgot to mention it was the the Bedford Hotel yeah which has definitely got an interesting yeah um, let me, I've actually I've got a uh, where is it it's in the Memhas folder right nice which the the Bedford Hotel was of course this oh did it did it freeze no we're fine. Um, and of course, this right, sure. which actually was um, that was the picture I found. Yeah, and that's how people upload things. I guess they don't know how to use Photoshop, so I had to <laughs> color correct it. Um, but that is, you know, quite an impressive building. Yeah, that's you nice. know, and, like that. and the story of it is definitely. I don't know if we want to go into some Wikipedia extracts. Yeah, but, please do. Um, the bid for two I think it's bright. It's not hope, is it? Yeah. So you can. What it turned into, of course, was this. Which you may recognise. Yes, that's um, the Holiday Inn, right? The Holiday Inn now, yeah. yeah it's been repainted, I think, a couple of times. But um, the Bedford the tires. story of it—it's one of those Wikipedia. You know, you mm. occasionally get yes. Wikipedia pages that aren't mm. quite like professionally written, yes. where they seem to have a meandering mm. kind of fun yes. kind of way. Of, of, yes. Oh hell yes! Um, oh, here we go. I don't know if you, uh, you sort of scan it, and there's a few. So we've got um, Charles Dickens was a guest there, which I, I yep. believe he's got a blue plaque. On yeah, there, yeah, I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, we've got International Gun and Polo Club, extremely epic. <laughs> was based there. That was grounds were based in Preston Park. Yeah. Which is like quite a way away. Um, Bedford Hotel was mentioned in a musical song by the Sea. Isn't it delightful. As popularised by the more by the more famous "I Do Like to Be Beside the Seaside." Yeah. So Mark Sheridan, who yeah. it was in a song by him, but not his well-known one. <laughs> one of the many top liners. The I song thought. was composed by Billy Williams and Fred Godfrey. Yeah. Like this isn't yeah. nor- it's something slightly off about the, yeah. the tone, right? Yeah. Um, so then, then it's then it gets Mr. AJ Morris, often right? referred to as AJ, AJ right? <laughs> bought the ho- bought the hotel, the hotel that AJ Morris bought. <laughs> <laughs> Made numerous alterations and improvements to it. It's believed. 
that all stainless steel kitchen and utensils was the first, was the first to be installed at any hotel in England. By who? Yeah. Sorry, this is what this really crying out for one of those little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weasel words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By who? They don't say weasel words no. anymore. No. <laughs> he also has a proper. He also had a proper sprung dance floor put in, so they could extend the use of the dining room, not mm. like one of those improper sprung dance yeah, floors. Yeah, yeah, no. Whilst refurbishing the, uh, the bedrooms, other rooms were found hidden behind fireplaces, which were being dismantled. Mm, secret rooms. What? It seems like a good setting for uh, okay, a right, campaign next, or video. Yeah, game. yeah. Okay, right, so here, here we go. go. Here we go. Here, here this we go. is where it starts to get weird. Um, unfortunately, one evening Morris was attacked. With a heavy hydrant key to his head by a young, a young man. I'll move it. Oh, sorry, yeah, by a young man who, unbeknownst to anybody, had been unbeknownst to anyone, had recently been discharged from a psychiatric hospital. Who was staying at the hotel with his mother. He made medical history at the time by having brain surgery while still conscious. He eventually recovered, but his eyesight was greatly impaired. (laughs) Wait, hang on, is that the the child, the 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 young man, or is Morris? Presumably Morris, right? Yeah. Morris held the sale of the hotel in 1961. Yeah. By 1963, it was owned by AVP Industries. Uh, and that year was there was controversy uh, surrounding their desire to replace the building with a modern 14-story tower block. Mm. Shortly after this, this. On, the f- <laughs> on the 1st of April 1964, the original building was destroyed in a fire with the death of two people. So what, I mean- no suspicion whatsoever there. This uh, Something that never happens in Brighton. Yeah, something uh, that, that, right, I'm like, oh, this is, this yeah. is definitely a Brighton story. Yeah. Um, the hotel was rebuilt on the same site, opening reopening in 16th of September 1967. I mean, you know, if nothing else, they really cracked on with that. That was, yeah. yeah. We could build things. Yeah. Um, the 168-foot-tall, 17-story flock was designed by R.C. Fit and Partners, uh, as a, as including a section of private domestic flocks known as Bedford Towers. Hmm. In 1974, the hotel accommodated many of the competitors in that year's Eurovision Song Contest held in the city. Women's, <laughs> winners ABBA fortuitously stayed in the Napoleon Suite. There's no citation. That is the most tinker. That, <laughs> yeah. that is the most tinker. <laughs> right? In the, it's a bullshit story that is yeah. probably made up by the author, <laughs> yeah, but right? like, I like it. And then it talks about the architecture of... Sure. of of the original one and the new one and it's just yeah it's, <laughs> the whole knows. article is just one of those like it's it's yeah. not really there's something a bit off about it but also it's wholly appropriate yes it's I'm, I much prefer mm. that it's written yeah. like that than it's written like a normal it's, it's like a series of random stories it's basically like you're being told this by a like a slightly too intense 60 year old man in a yeah, pub yeah exactly right. um, who's like and you know why that is right every like a paragraph or whatever can we see what the usernames of the people that have, have they, David what, hang on sorry you've just scrolled that you've, you've oh, I know Hasek's 5489 um, they probably did the, no 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 <laughs> is right? that your nemesis no, it's not but they probably <laughs> added the picture right right okay, Hasek's 4589 they do, they do a lot of opens of, of, uh, of, of creative commons pictures of like buildings and stuff right, right, right. which we make extensive use of for Seagull because if you so, ever do a story about like a school or whatever and you you can't you know you can't copyright find, yeah, yeah, or or kids. Your, yeah yeah so you're just like okay well Hasek's he, he formally if you go to the, the page you will see uh, they formally went by the username voice of Hasek oh nice <laughs> I believe well, oh, oh, is it, hang on is it is it there yeah why Hasek's 5489 or whatever uh, yeah, why yeah. Hasek's why 5489 uh, hmm. yeah hang on did I say yeah this is some banter oh it's some stuff about the area co- yeah I know he's you, you, I love you, it you, you shock to discover this is just yeah an absolute lad yeah I quite like Hasek's it's alright yeah there's a lot of things on here. List of buildings. Yeah. He's a long-standing member of the Transport Ticket Society. What a legend. 
great. Just really great. Honorary editor of the Chapel Society as well. I don't know. I really like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not just because he does pictures, because he seems like, you know. I like, I like, I like it's yeah. good to start with a, with yeah. a traditional rhyme. Yeah. Sussex born and Sussex bred. Strong in the arm, but thick in the head. Very, very funny. Very important. Um, but yeah, look, the, th- the thing you did there, right, is you scroll, scroll up to the top again. Yeah. You scrolled down like one sort of like long, uh, like little thing with your finger. Yeah. And, and immediately got sent through the screen to like 2013, yeah, 2012. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like. Well, yeah, actually, the entire yeah. history of. Yeah, the page is on one page. Yeah, so. there's not more than like thirty edits on there total. Yeah. Twenty, thirty, maybe. Like, yeah, it's not. It's let's not just, a uh, well trafficked page. Let's do a, a little. When did all these anecdotes? Get oh mate, they all got added at the fucking beginning. I can't believe this. So hang on, hang on. No, no, sorry, sorry. You can go back to that one. Go this back. one is the beginning. Yeah, all yeah. this was added when the yeah. page was first written by. Um, the user Kierant. 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 So, can you go back to the one just before? Because there was a bit at the bottom where uh, the one, the one that you were like on, just it was there was someone where someone had just done like a thing at the bottom where they were like, they they were just describe. It looked like they were just describing their own stay at the hotel or something like that. Maybe I mis- misread that. Maybe, maybe I just maybe saw it for, this one. Saw it too shortly. Um. See that's no, mostly the yeah. same. It's basically yeah. just been the same. I think I know. I think I might have just read the read the notable guests bit and, and misread it. But well, there you go. Well, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. I, I also there. I really like the notes that you see when people edit stuff because there's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one that's like where is it? It's just like tidied previously utterly confusing article. Yeah. Um, Added personal knowledge as, as my, my father, father owned, owned the hotel, hotel for, for several years. years. Good stuff. There you go. But you can't. That's not valid. No, that's not valid. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's not allowed. It's good stuff. Yeah. I think there should be a Wikipedia where that is valid. Sure. Um, and maybe it's called the press. Hey. Um, Epic. So there we go. There nice. we go. Um, Very nice. That's the local history segment. Yeah. Um, Bedford Hotel. The, the, this is like the the podcast is going to like transition wholesale into like just bright and chat. Yeah. Um, why not? It's it's so much fun. Um, do you want to do some some cards? Yeah, the, these cards have a lot of. Um, they they've got like some serious kind of um, like what's it called? So when something dates back a long time, sure, right? This, yeah. this is like mint unopened mm, yeah. like Pokemon cards, but nice. they're like so that that one for example is, yeah. is is a topical one. Sure, it's called Omens because I originally wrote it for the Friday the Thirteenth episode nice. of Nem has, which was that last month? Was that even in May? Uh, yeah. Yes. So May the thirteenth, so uh, about a month ago. So about a month ago, that podcast, that that podcast yeah. card is from. So that was from the, the one. So omens. Uh, have you had any any bad omens happen to you? I, What's your experience with omens? I. What I, do you think of the film The Omen? The Omen. I've never with, seen the. It's the got Patrick Omen. Troughton in. That's all I know. Yeah. Although I, I, I think I, all that is. I think that's it's got that Patrick you, Troughton. Yeah. yeah. That's, but that's that's pretty much the only fact I know about it. And like the the kid is the devil or some shit. Yeah. Um, My dad saw it and he said he liked it. But he saw it when it came out, I think. Nice. He thought it was good. But then again, I guess he would have been a kid when he saw it, so maybe I don't know. Maybe he saw it on video later on. When did it come out? Early seventies? Mid seventies? When was the Omen released? I think it was like nineteen seventy five. Let's see. Nineteen seventy six. Pretty very close. close. Pretty close. Um Yeah. So I'm 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 trying to think if I've had any omens lately. Mm. We went to a, a, a show, a comedic uh tarot reading show. Mm. Um as reviewed in the Brighton Seagull, Taro, nice to meet you. It won our uh, audience interaction award for this week's this uh, this year's fringe. Seems like a good one for audience interaction. Yeah. You'd almost have to have. Oh yeah, <laughs> well yeah, it, 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 it was very good. Um, we'd seen one of the sort of comedians who did it before doing her like normal stand up, um, and yeah, it was it was just sort of I got um, read for 
uh, I, I can't remember exactly what I asked them. It was something about like you know the direction I should take my business or something like that. And I got the seven of pentacles, which apparently refers mm. to like it's gonna putting get lots in of money. Yeah, putting put, in put effort, more money. It's in, putting right? in effort oh, right now effort. for long term. So I thought pentacles were just about money. right? They are, but I think that the way they interpret when there's seven of them, yeah. that means. Like the seven yeah. ages of man, or it, the seven. It, it it looks very much like a like like if you were doing a, a funny Twitter joke about it, it would be like me coming home twisted with a load of pentacles. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. but the, the 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 interpretation that I was given of it was, um, now is the time to like invest, whether that be monetarily or effort wise, in stuff mm. that will pay off for you later. Which you know, like as with all things like this, my belief about tarot is generally it's a way to convince yourself to do or not do things that you were going to do or not do anyway mm-hmm. um, and give yourself a sort of like a justification outside of yourself so that you've got some sort of system to well, it's, a, it's a bit like the, the, the mm. most like the binary form yeah. of, of that kind of thing it's like mm. with the, the thing that me and Kat actually do very often which mm. is when we're trying to make a decision flip yeah. a coin yes. and then it tells you which thing you yeah. actually wanted to do right yeah, because then you if then you, you know if it comes out the wrong yeah, way yeah. you yeah. tell whether, whether you feel glad or not and it's weird that only being confronted with the actual a thing telling you that you should do the thing from outside of you. Yeah. Do you suddenly see it in a in a different it's, light? You know? It's a bit like like rubber ducking for decision making. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if you if you have to externalize something, if you have to like verbalize magic something, eight ball. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a useful thing, and like it's just got a bit more like resolution to it because you can do all sorts of bits and pieces of that. But like well, you can I, just keep yeah. flipping the coin and arbitrarily <laughs> the possibility space in half each time, yeah. right? I, I I don't know. I, I I found that to be useful. I don't know whether I describe it as an omen. Um, mm. The most omen sort of a positive omen or a sort of control. Yeah. Old omen, sure, right? yeah, yeah. A, 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 like a, 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 a chosen omen. I did find the um, there was a, a, a thunderstorm a little while back. Oh, it was a good thunderstorm. It was really one. good, but like yeah, I yeah. felt, I was very like, I think I was just feeling a little bit anxious anyway, and it really, it was just like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize there was going to be. It, a, was there a cathartic feeling yeah. to it when you when you when you have the thunderstorm and you're feeling like there's going to be a thunderstorm and yeah. maybe you're picking up um, sure. you're picking up energy from yeah. the uh, from the static electricity <laughs> and you're, it's making you feel anxious and yeah. then you know. Yeah, do you feel better after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was that was, it was a very impressive thunderstorm because I was like looking as all people do at uh, Manhattan's favorite lightning maps. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, and it was like some of the you know the the strikes were happening like miles like so yeah, a- yeah, yeah, astonishingly yeah. far away. They're like, like in Horsham. Yeah, or exactly. Right? They, 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 were, they were they were so they were like because usually you know you don't hear it if it's not like right over the sea or right yeah. in town. Whereas it was like. You know, it was miles and miles away. I was, I was a gog. It was, it was very impressive. Mm. Um, yeah, it was great. I do like some lightning. There's some. Uh, yeah. There's, there's some lightning. When you take a picture at the same time, there's some lightning. Very nice. You can't see the actual. Yeah, that's, bolt. That, 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 is, that is, yeah. But it's like it just looks like daytime, yes. right? It, it looks like an overcast it's day. But it was well like time. middle of the night. Yeah. You know? uh, the, the trick is you just keep taking loads and loads of photos, and eventually you get some that are lit up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good. Show. I do like a lightning, uh, a lightning storm. I don't know. It's something one of those things where you kind of feel like the scale of things, because mm. you kind of get the idea, right? This is fifteen miles away, mm. but you can still hear it. Sure. And also, it kind of. I've always thought about like um, the way that thunder actually sounds. Is it is just a generic electrical zap sound effect, sure. but slowed down to the requisite scale to make it. <laughs> yeah. Like if if a lightning bolt is ten miles long or something, yeah. then it will be obviously you know proportionate in in in, vo- in uh in frequency yeah. to the to a tiny little electrical sort of zap and i remember doing this actually getting like some zap sound effect you know like a <coughs> you know meter long mm-hmm. electrical spark and then just slowing it down to mm-hmm. you know a hundred 
times slower or something, 1% of the original speed. And it does just sound like lightning. It's almost identical. So it is just one of those things, That's right? Very cool. It's like the Jerry Anderson uh, model shots where sure. they would, um, you know, they'd have to slow down the footage to mm. make it look like it was a large boat moving across yes. the. But of course, then the water wasn't the right scale, yeah. right? So I think at one point they were considering using a thinner substance. Mm. But the, of course, the issue is that all the substances that are thinner than water are extremely volatile and flammable. Yeah. <laughs> you end up using yeah. like acetone or yeah. something. So you have a giant bath full of acetone. Yeah, and all the lads hot just like... Stu- hot yeah. studio lights yeah, pointed yeah. at it. You know? And like all yeah. these, um, yeah. you know, like mm. uh, brushed uh, AC and DC motors that are like sparking yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, in all these boats. Yeah. Those are the days. Yeah, no, that was... Can't do, you're not allowed to do that now. You're not allowed to build a giant uh, uh, um, a swimming pool full of acetone and film, uh, film <laughs> futuristic... Health and safety gone mad. Health and safety gone mad. Yeah. Um, what else has happened? I don't know. I had... Um, I'm just trying to think. I think I think I've t- I've, I tend to maybe not think of things as omens, but I, I, I I'm trying to be a bit more like. I well, don't, I don't really think yeah. of things as omens, and so I just thought yeah. like, well, what things could be omens, right? Yeah. Have you have you have you had any omens? Well, no. I mean, I could, I could probably make up something. Sure. <laughs> I think I think the thing is, I so I because I'm for various reasons quite literal minded a lot of the time. I historically have been resistant to. Like, I know a lot of people who are into, like, magic in various flavours, whether that be, like, you know, people who are into witchy stuff, like Cat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, a lot of my, like, old pals from the internet who are very into, like, Gordon White rune soup stuff, which is, like, it's, an ex- it's a very specific sort of thing. But, yeah. like, I know a lot of people who are bang into that yeah. podcast and website and stuff. Um, it's never really done it for me historically, but I feel like the older I get, the more I start to think about things in terms of, like... If I can see synchronicity in things, then that becomes something that I, like, appreciate as a, you know, even if it's... The thing is, it's one of those things where, like, like, like so many things, you, you a lot of people will be like, mm, it's not real. And, like, mm-hmm. I used to be one of those people, but I think, the, you know, the more you get on, the more you're just like, it doesn't matter if it's real, if it makes a satisfying, like, feeling I, in my I brain I think that a lot of stuff, them are I'm, real, but yeah. it's reasoning without explanation that makes yeah. people upset. It's like when you have a drug that works. Yes, you don't know you don't why. Know why like, yeah. or, or just thinking about, like, you know, when the dog hears, like, a sound outside and it knows that that means that there's, like, people coming in, but yeah. it doesn't understand the mechanics of, sure. like, a car it's engine. It's just like a Chinese room. It, just, of, it knows like, that there's a thing and happening output, yeah. and it associates one thing with another. This is why I think that maybe augury is the main thing that I would subscribe to when it comes to omen... Uh, my in- interactions with omens in sure. that I, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on on that on on, on being an auger of any yeah. kind. Uh, this is separate from the, the is it a, is it a, uh, a prediction market possibly or some Probably. kind of some kind of crypto coin thing? It's almost um, certainly also uh, at least three JavaScript libraries. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. The predict what thing the user is going to click on as the cursor's <laughs> moving towards the button. Preload, preload, pre- um, yeah. That's probably the future, right? Um, the Chrome probably already does that. The 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 thing that I was thinking about in terms of augury is my general feeling of knowing when something's up because of something that the birds are doing, but not knowing what it is. Sure. Right. That's something that I really relate to. That's my main. I I have non-specific feelings sure. about omens where I I yeah. I notice that uh, animals are behaving in a weird way. You don't even need to like kill to do it. You don't need to like spill their entrails. I don't think you need to. No, I think yeah, you, can you can just have a look. Interpret their behaviours. Exactly right. You're not going to be vegan, like or vegan. Orders. You're not going to be like yeah. this. You're not going to be like you know. Because that was the thing. That's the idea. I think it was that you'd only kill the birds if it was like really important. Sure. It's like if yeah. if someone comes and pays you some money, like what's going to happen? Is there going to be like a how's the harvest going to be? So on and so on. Is my trip to so and so going to go well? Right. Then you just have a look at the birds and say, look, this might take a day, and I'll come out the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's like the king wants to know, it's like, damn, I'm going to bring yeah. the, the 
bits of birds to him and say, look, here's all the bits mm-hmm. of the birds. Here are the, I'm going to line them up like tea leaves. Yeah. And it's looking really good, uh, Your Honour, yeah. Your, uh, <laughs> yeah. Your Majesty. Your Worship. Your Worship. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably, I think, where I see my interaction with omens. Nice. I don't know. I'll let you know if there's any omens sure. that occur yeah. to me in the next Let's week. Watch or two. out for omens. Watch out for omens. Keep be, an eye. Because this is the thing: if you don't yeah. look for them, you don't see them, right? No. Yeah. You've, you've, you've got, got to be omen literate. Yeah. You've got to keep your eyes open. Mm. Joseph versus keep the your Queen. Eyes omen. Brackets jubilees. Who is smarter? Question mark. Stronger? Question. So this mark. is another topical yeah. card. I think it was from last week, or was it the week it before? It would probably be the week before because that would. Have been I lost your, a week. That would have I guess. been when your. Yeah, it was my birthday, and it was also the jubilee. I don't think we mentioned on the podcast. Really, we might have alluded to it indirectly, but it was. Yeah. Maybe a cake. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoy the, yeah, input, I enjoy yeah, the cake more yeah. than, than, than the call-outs. Yeah. <laughs> Move from call-out cult culture back to cake culture. That's that yeah. was my... Uh, if you're really upset with someone, don't mm. write a call-out post. Yeah. Bake them a cake yeah. with the call-out written on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that, that is probably the future. Uh, so this was a card that Kat wrote. This was a guest mm. card and also a topical card mm. from two weeks ago. It's no longer topical. Mm. Um, which was, I think it was me versus the Queen. Yep. Um... Which one of us is smarter or stronger? Sure. How smart is the Queen? Because I was saying, what is yeah. the Queen's IQ? Sure. That was what my question was. And Kat yeah. wrote it this way. Because <laughs> if you're, if you, if you're yeah. having a platinum jubilee, is that 70 years on the throne? I think so, yeah. Right. So what that means is, how does that go together with your IQ, right? That's what people really care about nowadays. Sure. Is it... Do, uh, if you're the Queen, does that make you smarter? I mean, I, I, is the I, queen immense? Does the queen have the leisure time to be able to dedicate to like being home, smart, to lifting in the mental gym? You know, to like maybe. Homeless. Does she have the time to dedicate to lifting in the actual gym? Because the other half of this is stronger, right? Stronger I would say and you smart, can, you right? can do pull-ups. Can I the queen do pull-ups? The queen can do pull-ups. She's How much does something. she weigh though? Because I think pull-ups is mostly about. Sure. Because I put on some some uh, some pounds, mm. maybe maybe even some kilos. Yeah. And uh, it's harder to do pull-ups now, and I don't think I'm less strong. But it was sure. only like in the last couple of months, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit fatter than sure. I was. Yeah. But then the great thing about any kind of bodyweight exercises, as you know, is it's like the, the, the way they sell them to you. Is it's like, well, you know, whatever whatever you're doing, right, you're going to be doing better because if you, you know, if I go and eat a bunch of cake, right, if you give me a bunch of cake and I eat it, that's actually making me stronger yeah. by making it's it's more it's more weight to pull up, right? Yeah. So maybe the queen, I don't know, does she lift the dogs? Sure. Does yeah. she just? That's why she's got the dogs. And so she's the dogs got that, lift her. That, she can get that progressive, uh, progressive, um, uh, like uh, whatever it is, progressive loading or whatever. So yeah, she, right, like, right. She, you, you, the dogs you are getting the dog, fatter yeah, too, the do- right? The dogs get bigger, and you, yeah. the dogs get bigger. You lift them more, and then they're, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, You'd expect her to have bigger dogs then, though. Um, fuck. When the dogs get old, you probably do. She, because you've seen her carrying a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know when she's last carried a dog. Because they're carryable dogs, well, she's right? Seen in public. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Well, you know, like when the when I mean when yeah. the queen has to go across a cattle grid, yeah. which presumably is something that she, she sure. presumably does it in, in a car, yeah. right? But then the, can the can a corgi go across a cattle grid? Do you yeah, have to might, lift the corgi? Of, yeah, you probably have to pick them up. They're, they're, right? they're a bit bit too small for that. Because I think that she probably ha- crosses cattle grids very regularly. Sure. Or, or maybe yeah, did. Out, out in the did. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the answer to this question is obviously it's how many the queen's dead. How many cattle grids are there in Scotland? How many cattle grids are there? How many miles of retaining wall are there in Japan? If the queen can't guesstimate that, she's not as yeah. good as you, and she can't because she's dead. Yeah. Um, Summer Hugger. 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 is a smaller beast with a small leg, four legs, <laughs> with a skin of green or a brun. 
Is that it? I yeah. The thing is, I've been repeating that for so long now that I yeah. don't actually know what the original thing was. A fjog is a smaller beast. It's a smaller beast with a four legs, uh, with a skin a grin or a brun. I think that's uh, that's all I can remember. I like that. Little, they live in a pond. Thing. They live in a pond or a, yeah. near a, near a stream. Still water. Um, the uh, summer hig. Have we not talked about this before? I think so. Are we regurgitating cards? I don't. I don't remember talking about it. There's a feeling of of, of hig that exists yes. called hig. Hug. Hig. And there's a, a summer version which people sure. don't talk about. But right. I I personally feel like I'm feeling that mm. feeling. We've definitely talked about this. I don't I'm sure. remember talking we about haven't. this. I don't think so. Maybe it was just such an. Uh... So you know the feeling of when it's the summer mm-hmm. and you have some kind of an alfresco mm. food experience, I do. or even an indoor food experience, but you have the windows open and the breeze yeah. blowing through, mm. and you potentially eat something light and 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 uncooked but mm. fresh, yeah. and you have a refreshing drink, yes. and it's nice and warm. Sure. That is the summer version of Hig, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a coziness that people when people use the word cozy, they think of a wool and mm. uh, fireplaces sure. and you know things like that right um, yeah. st- starchy uh, stuffy uh, feeling but in a good way right uh, this is the summer version of it which I believe is going on now which is the refreshing yeah. open air version right yes it's, it's, um, it's, it's one of my favourite feelings it's a good it's a very good yeah. feeling and it's good for the exact same reason that the, the winter one is yeah. but an inverted version yeah. right it's exactly the same feeling but the opposite so it's the same. It's horseshoe theory. Yeah, and it, it, I, I would associate that with like you know sort of out, outdoor eating, but maybe like a sort of enclosed spaces, like a sort of courtyard, maybe or something. Like right, that, exactly. Little, or like yeah. a little a little grove, lots of green, surrounded by greenery. There'll be some vines. Yeah. There'll be tomatoes on the vine, mm. and you can eat them. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be you know something like that, right? Yeah. There's a, a drizzle of olive oil, balsamic yes. vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, sort of thing. You're, right? you're in a like um, some sort of like enclosed summer zone. Mm. You know. It's like it's the, the, you know that the, the, there's a sp- you're in one of those romance films that are set in the south of France or in Italy in the 1950s yeah right? <laughs> or music there's a music video that's essentially that but I can't remember what it is but I'm sure Cat will remember what it I remember what it is um, so Summer Hig a recognition of that as a thing yeah. that's something I, I support and nice. also um, what was the other thing. Uh, I don't think that might just be it. That's summer hig. Well, that's good. That's just a concept, I, right? It's a, it's a concept, but I think that's a Maybe there should be another... One. Oh, yeah, I presume that they have that feeling at Christmas in Australia. Nice. That's the Australian Christmas feeling, right? Rocky. Yeah. One of my... I think I said before, one of CM's colleagues is Australian, and she's begun... They <laughs> begin every call by repeating crikey back and forth to each other. It's, the only Australian um, thing I do is, is um, say, no wackers for no worries oh nice which is a, a contrived thing ideally when you adopt something that's that's slang from somewhere you're not from you have yeah. to do it in the most contrived sure. way possible otherwise it looks like you're trying to do it on purpose yeah. right yeah, yeah, so you have to do it in a kind of saying no workers yeah. kind of way no workers uh, Bobby Dazda is, is, a, is, a, is another one uh, what's another one um, go a journey is something that I've started trying to say I believe that's sort of Geordie okay maybe Maybe they say it in other places. Maybe they probably say it in Berwick upon Tweed or, you know, on an oil rig. <laughs> on an oil rig, you can't go a journey, of course. No? Where's my hammer gone? It's gone a journey, right? For example. Chai fi. Chai fi. Chai fi. Mm. I'm, I'm listening to, I'm monitoring this mm. podcast right now through the magic of chai fi. Nice. Uh, these are some chai fi uh, headphones. Um, which I earphones, which I bought on the recommendation of a guy who has a blog wherein he has a 
spreadsheet or sorry an html table of 985 different headphones That's and he's lot. reviewed them all um which is definitely a type of guy but the type of guy that i appreciate because yeah. it means i don't have to okay. i can trust in the type of guy and his price performance ratio uh puts these particular ones as the best i, I will say the idea of having a price performance ratio for is headphones. the most me shit it's really like, good I'm, I'm oh like, shit hang on yeah. the other good thing about these these earphones yeah. they're these they're these sort of these these are some these are some they're not called earphones or earbuds because they're fancy they're sure. called like IEMs or in-ear monitors or something, um, which is a category of incredibly expensive product. Here is so here is what here is the box they yep. come in. Look at this. <laughs> Can you describe this to our listeners? It looks Theater like some, it's some anime shit, right? Like it's an anime girl, and it says she looks like the anime girl whose role is that she's like the the like the holy sure. the holy version the of the shrine, whatever, yeah, yeah, the like, shrine maiden, yeah. right? Um, it says, Chew, high performance. Is there an E that's been cut off there? No. Uh, dynamic driver in ear monitors. Yep. They're not, they're not earbuds or earphones. It's got a frequency response curve on the back. Yep. It describes in great detail all of the, uh, the benefits of the information. product. So it's, it's like product name, housing material, driver unit, diaphragm, coil, magnetic circuit, acoustic filter, sensitivity, impedance, total harmonic distortion, frequency response, effective frequency response. You know, you don't, you don't get a lot that of stuff, stuff on, your, uh, on your little Logitech. In no, there. you don't, right? Yeah, it's got some fancy nice, fancy nice design. Foam this, this is one of those things where you have to yeah. keep the box, I assume. Ooh. It's got yeah. a little one of those little, I don't know what these are, like yeah, little, reusable Velcro. It's like Velcro, but the, I guess Velcro yeah. isn't patented anymore, so I don't know sure. why they make it. It's maybe slightly better than that. I don't know. There's a, a small bag. It comes with all sorts of things. Yeah, it's almost like an old Apple thing. Yeah, right, lots right. Of, lots of tat in here. Um, so you get you get a fancy anime yeah. box, and like, you get these. I mean, I don't like the anime, but I like the quite box. quite quite good earphones, and then yeah. twenty pounds. That's a bargain. Which is like the same price as the ones that are just in there that are like the sure. ones that you if you go into HMV, which yeah. amazingly exists again, and you, and you because your headphones are broken and you have to yes. get some new headphones immediately, yeah. and you buy ones in Tesco or something. Yeah, uh, twenty quid, right? Yeah. And these are twenty quid, and they're way way better. I'd say they're roughly about. Sound-wise, they're on the same sort of level as the HD 380s, sure. which are like 300 pounds. Um, Crikey. Or you, I mean, you, 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 were, you were saying like, well, this is because basically like uh, all the American audiophiles only want to buy American. And so yeah, can, that, I, that, I don't yeah. know how accurate that model is, that theory is, sure. but I feel like there's probably some truth to mm. it, which is that basically there's a lot more of a, you know, it's a, here's capitalism actually doing the thing that mm. it's meant to do for once. Yeah. Uh, the, but it's only working because, you know, nobody's, there's not enough demand, I sure. guess. So it's slightly sliding on the, mm. on the thing. Um so oh yeah, no, I recommend these these headphones. They're called they're made by the company Moon Moondrop Company Co. And they're called the Chew uh they're called Chew. C H U. Chew. So there you go. I recommend these. There's an anime girl on them. Um and I recommend the guy um the guy that's got the hang on. If I just type in that, or is it earphone? I guess I guess it's just it's gone. Um, uh, if I just type that in, do I get the guy? No, I presumably just get a load of nonsense that isn't isn't that isn't that guy. Um, if I put that in, do we get it? Moondrop, is it is it is it this guy? Is it this? Is this the guy? I I think this is the guy. Maybe maybe this is the guy. Hang on, is it is it Crinical? Crinical. Yeah, I think here we go. So this is just IEMs. So it's literally one of these one of these sites, right? That's like 
you know, he's got his whole. Oh, it's doing some weird scrolling. Um, yeah, it's just like it's oh, like yeah, this. Look at this. It's like this, right? Imagine. I think this is this is a fairly legit hobby if you're doing oh, it to this level, right? Um, and it's all sortable, and he's got grades for all of the different headphones where you can. You can go like you know uh, the S, signature S plus S, S right minus, S, S rank S, S rank S right yeah it's like yeah. it's a tier list right it's literally a yeah. tier list but then he's also got a value rating which is in stars mm-hmm. and then he's got the price which is I assume in dollars uh, and then it's the signature of each sure. thing so neutral but with added base which a lot of people yeah. like uh, mild V shape you know and so on anyway so these ones are in the um, and then you've got a value rating. So they're they're B B tier, but they're, but they're three, three stars star. of value. And if you look at a lot of these ones, it's seven hundred pounds, seventeen sorry, so seven hundred dollars, yeah. seventeen forty five dollars, yeah. you know, thousand, yeah, yeah, hundred and fifty, yeah. a thousand, two thousand, two hundred, and then this one's twenty. And like if you look above here, like the cheapest thing that isn't twenty is probably like a hundred or or eighty, I suppose. Mm. But it's like I'm not spending eighty. Sure. Just on a whim process, you know. It is interesting though, because it's one, of, it's one of those things where, like, I guess I did, I I I thought that like anyone who was into like I don't I don't really know people who are, like, other than you. Yeah. But you you are so idiosyncratic. Yeah, that I don't. You I wouldn't do things like that. Like, yeah. Basically, right. it was like every, I don't know anyone else who's like a sort of audio snob in the way they'd be like. I'm, I mean, partly just because like young people don't have the money to go to fucking richer sounds well, or, whatever, exactly, or yeah. inclination to yeah. go to richer sounds and be I've told like, you my richer sounds story yeah, yeah. they just like tried to sell you a million and I was just like look whatever, you, yeah. I know you're going to close yeah. in like half an hour and it's like in between it's like just before Christmas yeah. and I've got to buy this because I'm away for Christmas and there's a yeah. New Year's party that I'm meant to be hosting and I can't play music so I need to buy this amplifier <laughs> yeah. and the guy was like okay you know, <laughs> 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 let me run up the bill then yeah <laughs> Very strange. I don't know. I, 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 those are the sort of the sort of the, the shops that definitely have like the market is all people who I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, or I can't even envision anymore. Like, they're all so they must be so old. It's all like a like, weird form of magic where yeah. it's difficult to. There is clearly like a gap in the market. And mm. what's interesting about it is the main people that seem to be interested in like audio file stuff now, like the main people that I guess watch this guy's videos or read his website or whatever, they seem to be like gamer type people. But like those sort of gamers where. They're probably they were really into building their like ultimate computer rig sure. in when in when they were in their teens. Yeah. And then when they got to their twenties they were like, right, time to build my ultimate like battle station desk sure. setup, yeah. right? And now they're probably in their late twenties or early thirties. Yeah. They're now like, uh, I'm not as interested in games anymore. I mostly just like chill out after I've come home from work and yeah. don't really have the energy to play games and so now I'm looking to optimise all yeah. the things in my life <laughs> in a gamer kind of yeah, way yeah, like yeah. what's the like what are the benchmarks yeah. on these headphones how can, the, I get, how can I get the most fidelity like the most graphics on this music yeah right you exactly know, how, right. How can and, I, and that's yeah. the weird thing because these are you know they're on the, I mean they're not like up to the audiophile level but they're like 20 quid right and they're very close to being yeah. so the main people that are interested in this kind of thing right as I say it's not the people that are like the the you know made in America yeah. uh, people that have like a, a Hummer or whatever that are you know really into the thing that they're into or F one fifty more likely something that it's not like they're that kind of guy yeah it's more like the um, 
the the people who are younger do just tend to be in that demographic of I want to optimize everything. Yeah. I want to have all of this thing like set up exactly as I want. I want to like get the best colander kind of thing. Yeah. But but like all of the like reviews for this kind of product, uh, like these IEMs, like half of the ones on YouTube are just like, how are these going to improve my gaming? Yeah. Right. So for gaming, you'll want to have this. You they have a good like they will go on about imaging, right? Imaging specifically being like whether you can tell the direction that a noise is coming from sure. which is very useful in gaming you know it's like, <laughs> it's, like oh, it's got a really good sound yeah. stage which is going yeah. to be really good for listening to music and gaming yeah, and it's, it's, well, it's, yeah if, if you've got that the, they're just very fixated on a specific thing that you're just like yeah, yeah, hang yeah. on why is but, this something that it's, matters it's, it's to you it's one of those things yeah. where you can tell there's a lot of these channels that either they like were interested in making like gaming related tech yeah. reviews but it just didn't this all it's too saturated right or they had they, they, they had to like christian they, or they rock had to, themselves like, pivot, to, yeah right? move into yeah, like right, you know right. move sideways into something yeah. that's like an adjacent field with more lenient standards or fewer people but in a it. similar like, type they yeah. managed to cultivate a similar type of guy yeah. so it's like you know well you know i go to you know whatever his name linus tech tips or whatever to yeah. find the latest ram uh you know recommendations for what brand of ram i should buy for my computer but then when it comes to the earphones i'm gonna buy so i can you know improve my my uh my, my kill death ratio by one percent right it's worth the investment i do like these sort of old style of like, i really like this sort of website yeah. all websites were like this in 2008 yeah. and it's unfortunately it's also been... people who still go by their like um, yeah right right they're, they're online nom de plume critical. yeah who was the guy who did the guide to electronic music um, oh yeah um, did another one he did, he did an update oh like, yeah that's, what, that was recently. A, was that's that quite a while that must have been 15 years ago or something or 10 yeah what was what was what was his name um, it would be it would come to me if I saw the site yeah maybe I should just look at the site I'm trying to find the name of this guy like it's probably just a no- normal boring name but James Critical. Critical, Critical. Reviews, cliff notes, and unboxings. I like that the whole thing of also making a website and putting tons of disclaimers on yeah. it. Disclaimer culture is just being like, yeah. there's always a guy that complains about this one thing, yeah. and you're like, I especially it, I would I imagine put it in, in the this disclaimer. Yeah. You can't complain. <laughs> Why are these people still complaining? I put it in the disclaimer. <laughs> I also like all the adverts he's got are just like companies advertising there. Yeah, well, I've yeah. got um, yeah. U Block on, and yeah. I'm still seeing them. So, Damn. it's the Mill Cube style of, of, of yeah. advertising. Anyway, I think, it's, I think it's time for a, a short break. It's time for a short break. How long is time? How mm, this that is, sounds like a. This is this is the only one of these cards that I've written today. Nice. So uh, this is the most up to date to me. How long is time? How soon is now? I think that's it. So that what it is? How long is time? How long is time? Hard days night. How long is one minute or an hour? How will I feel in the future and why? It's a lot of questions. Yeah, that's that's something that I I was thinking about this yesterday because I was late to something, sure. but I wasn't really that late. But I thought I was late because I was late. I was doing something. I was meant to meet Cat to have some uh, dinner at Pompoco, which nice. was nice, which we did. Because you, you mentioned this, right? Episode, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. actually, we should go in there, right? So, and of course, she just you know she works just up up the road basically. So you know, just you know, it's like five o'clock Pompoco, right? And then of course it's four uh, twenty. Nice. No, nice. it was four forty. Um, and twenty to not four is what it would be called, and the the um I I was thinking right I I guess I've got to 
I've got to leave now, maybe, or do I? Do I have to? How long does it take to do anything? What you know? What's I've got to leave? Am I going to be late? I've, there's something I'm, I need to finish doing. It's going to take ten minutes, but maybe it won't, and then then it'll be too late. But then I've got to finish this thing, and then it was actually half past four and not twenty two. So then I thought maybe I do have time. And anyway, then when I left the house, it was ten to four. <laughs> Sorry, ten to five. five. Right. <laughs> this is what is time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It was ten to five, right? So uh, it was four fifty, and then I and then I thought. Well, this is this is very bad. I've, I'm late now. Yeah. I'm walking down the road thinking I can't walk faster. Yeah. And also, I'm wearing a jacket and it's quite humid and maybe I don't even need to wear a jacket, but it's sort of cloudy, but it's warm. Yeah. And now I don't want to walk too quickly because then I'll feel even more I think more I know warm. what day this was based on that. Well, yeah. Which of a range of days this? Well, was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I believe it was yesterday, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, this is the thing. What yeah. is time, right? Um. So I'm walking down the road and I was just thinking, you know, I don't really know like what like how long different lengths of time are yeah i own the only lengths of time i know are uh, a, a minute and like an hour yeah and i don't really know any other lengths I, I, of time that's, that's interesting because i i was i was thinking about this because we so we, if, if we if we if we're doing some cooking hmm. often that involves like you know having something you know reducing down bubbling away for like you know 20 30 minutes or something like that yeah, yeah. um or it has something for you know you know so you leave something in the oven for x amount of time whatever yeah i've realized i'm very good at guessing basically like when something's nearly done for those so i'm good at 20 to 30 minutes but shorter than that i'm rubbish longer than that i'm rubbish i'm very good at that mm. like middle that middle range of the thing is i'm quite good at sort of knowing what time it is mm. i i mean it's just something you can do this is a fun thing you can yeah. do guess what time it is and then look at the time and sure. see if you're right and you will actually okay. get better at it right at, but the problem is, is half six. Boom! Nice. Racking. There is, there is a time. Yeah, no, I, 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 was, I literally but, tried not to look at that, but I did yeah, know roughly is, what it, time it was. It is, to be it fair. is pretty yeah. good. That is pretty yeah, good, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's a little bit like the thing of apparently Shigeru Miyamoto used to carry a tape measure around yeah. and guess the size of objects and then check. That was one of his hobbies. But I think that's a very good hobby. That's a great hobby, right? Um, I don't know if he still does that. Also played the banjo. Those are the two things I know about him on a personal level. Also, he. There was a a, when they were developing Goldeneye when it came back to him, he was like, yeah, exactly. He was just like, (laughs) (laughs) you need to have your 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 character going and shaking hands with everyone later, which is like, it's a really good idea. I love. I mean, again, obviously, maybe apocryphal, maybe bullshit, whatever. But like things like that, where you're just like. Clearly, this person's mind works in a really like interesting way. Just a dip, just I just, a be- I really a appreciate better this. way, a, be- yeah. a more evolved yeah. way, right? Um, but yeah, in terms of lengths of time, um, trying to work out. I think I am sometimes good with it, but it's like I only know how much time has elapsed. I don't know how long things are going sure. to take. Yes, right? yes, yes, my, yes. my sense of time only goes into the past. Like yeah. if I, if, for example, if I like bake some bread, right? The whole process of baking bread takes one hour, mm. right? Because you have to do the thing, knead the thing, and then leave it to, to proof yeah. or whatever. And then there's an hour, half an hour of baking it or yeah. whatever, right? And so that whole thing, it's like, right, I've got a very clear idea of when the thing's going to be roughly done. And so I'll do the thing where I get up, you know, I have a timer on my phone, but I get up and as I'm walking the time, it goes off because i just know right or same with like running a bath right if i have a bath it takes six minutes to run the bath but i know how long six minutes is and i just sort of do it all right all those kind of things but when it comes to i have to do a thing and i have to walk from this place to this place how long does it take i don't have any intuitive idea because it feels like if i have to walk from here to the other side of town i like go through the middle of town and out the other side then i'm like probably takes an hour yeah 
And if it do- if it's not that far, I'm like probably instant. Yeah. Probably instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know how to anything in between the two. I'm like, if it takes, a- and in reality, walking across town takes more like half an hour. Yeah. But you have to get your shoes on and your coat on yeah. and make sure you're about to leave. Well, that's, that's always and then, the and thing, then right? It's, find yeah. the place if it's somewhere you don't as, know or whatever, right? As the uh, What's-A-Face says in uh, All Change to Brighton, you know, yeah. we kid ourselves that we're an hour away from London, but really, once you get to the station... We kid ourselves, you go, don't yeah. we? We kid ourselves. <laughs> we all kid ourselves, but it's just... Not... Yeah. What I really like about that is there's something about the way that it's framed, right, in that, that particular discussion, yeah. where it fits it, back to All Change for Brighton, yeah. where, 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 like, it's almost given this level of gravitas and importance where you yeah. think this is, like, a real like serious issue yeah and then it's just like people complaining about the train yeah, 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 yeah. or something <laughs> and then you've, you've got the, the, the scene where like he's basically doing like like serious interviewer like yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're expecting it to be this like you know and then like like it's like it's like i know like the, the, you know the, doc- the doctors didn't listen and, and now he's dead or well, yeah or it's like, like there's a serious yes, problem of deprivation and yeah, crime and yeah, we're working really yeah. hard on this thing yeah, but it's always some it's initiative just, yeah. but it's like no it's they demolished that they demolished that nice old pub and then you shame. cut back to that that one shot of him where he's like really <laughs> he's holding the, <laughs> the, the, the um the, the parasol really tightly yeah um which is my, my favorite thing about that was when hazel in our in our dnd game uh, we're playing a, a, a campaign called the curse of strad where there's a vampire who runs a a, a, a nation called barovia mm. and the, the the hazel captured the image with jack tinker being strad yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the the parasol being barovia and yeah the the bit where he's growing the parasol being strad's grip on barovia <laughs> still one of the funniest things i've ever seen but to like me and five other people specifically well you know um, know, know your audience yeah you know. Um, all change, all change for Brian. Uh, recommended. Um, they should do. What, here's something that should be done, right? Yeah. Um, like yearly uh, reenactments well, of all we, change for we Brian. We were right? genuinely considering like as a stage and show, well do right? like a, a like a shot for shot remake. Because <laughs> I was thinking we'd improve it by cutting out the boring bit well, where the I was guy thinking talks maybe about for, Maybe for next year's mm. Brian Festival, yes. Fringe or something, right? Yes, all do, change the show, right? The show, yes. like the live version where it's like a tribute show. Because you know you get like tribute. <laughs> Bands where they yeah. where they learn all the yeah, like the yeah. exact parts of the guitar lick and then they can yeah. recreate it perfectly. You Even could do the Olivia <laughs> doesn't live here anymore because you know you get those such and such like posters and it'll just say ABBA and then yeah. in very small letters a tribute to mm-hmm. right you could have Jack Tinker yeah. right a tribute to to yeah. be fair the, the, the only thing that stops me from doing that sort of stuff now is knowing some, that yeah, the, knowing the, the, that like <laughs> like it, it, what his 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 partner former partner is still alive like I, I think the thing the mm. thing that I had about that is, is like I remember having a conversation with Hazel once where she said something to the effect of like you know how people say like you suffer two deaths and the second one is when People stop saying your name. Yeah, There's yeah. every chance that we'll be that for Jack Tinker. But the thing is, he's not actually that old, and there are still people yeah. who knew him. Um, so, like, it feels a bit weird doing that sort of thing. Because, like, obviously, the we're fans. Is, though, but, like, I mean, we've you know, got like 50 years left in us, hopefully. Mm. So maybe then we'll still be talking about mm. Jack Tinker. And then, you yeah. know, therefore, or, you yeah. know, the, the, the generation yeah. after us, yeah. we can tell them about Jack Tinker and then, yeah. you know, it'll become a legend. I right? do genuinely think. So, something I saw a few years ago, I think it was 2019, the Brighton Festival, they did a thing called Played Twice, where they had we, we people got together in a nice venue, they listened to a classic 
classic jazz album. In this case, it was like Take Five because I guess yeah, yeah. basic or whatever. Like yeah. we just did whatever. We just pick the the one that's like the one that everybody knows. Yeah. Um, and then they the thing like, that you're going to vary. You need, yeah. you need the control yeah. to be like a well known. I, I thing, think you know? I think they do it a lot in London, but it was like the first outing for the festival. Okay, so they just did that. And then um, they have it like played by a live band for you again, so you sort of hear it in a slightly different way, which is quite is it, an interesting. Is it, idea. is it played in a in an entirely faithful way, or is it played in a reinterpretation kind of thing? Because I feel I like both. Things sure. would be. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't you almost think, want to hear it yeah. three times, right? <laughs> yeah, the original, yeah. <laughs> and then someone trying to like yeah. exactly perfectly recreate it, and then somebody doing something different, right? Based on my recollection, it was more like just like a live version of. So, like you know, minor okay. differences, but mostly the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should do that for all change. We play the, yeah. the video version of all change to a screening, and then we then what you know, someone in an orange shirt and even orange tie <laughs> comes out and is. Well, because I was thinking that yeah. the natural because you could do it like that, right? And maybe that would be a good a good first outing. But I think the natural evolution is for it to be a walking tour, right? Mm. Right. Absolutely. Or maybe like a bus tour. So I'm trying to think of because you'd have to go to quite a few disparate different places. Yeah. That's the main issue. Like it's a long way, but it's not like so long it would be untenable you'd have to do it out of order yeah but you could go from the station through the north lane up edward street past where the amex building the old amex building used to be round to where baron olivier lived um up i mean it would be a bit of a but no actually because if you if you did yeah if you went like down round where boots the boots the chemist and then down like the hippodrome up through north it would be a but, long but old walk the, the issue also <laughs> yeah. becomes this if this becomes oversubscribed you end up with a parade you end up with sure. a kind of tinker yes. parade yes. right which may be what it, in a hundred years that's yeah. what it's become I remember once did you know this yeah. This parade actually started out not as a riot but as a walking tour <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a, there was a joke on a it was the Doctor Who like 30th anniversary or whatever no yeah. it wasn't the 30th anniversary I feel like maybe it was the 40th anniversary no, do, do the you remember ever seeing 31 yeah. Who was Which that? was a program that was made. It was something that you would see if you were a Doctor Who fan, mm, and you'd see sure. clips of it because yeah. it had interviews with people that would get then mm. cut up and put mm. in other things. Like, but it was basically a special. Was I think it was thirty one. It was a, a, an event, a special mm. broadcast for the thirty first anniversary of Doctor sure. Who. Okay, <laughs> yeah. and I don't for some reason the fact that it was like it's yeah. like they'd forgotten that it was yeah. the thirtieth. Hang on. 31 Who... Yeah, here we go, right? It's on the yeah. title. 31 Who was a factual entertainment magazine programme that ran on Brit- British BSB Galaxy Channel during its famous Doctor Who weekend in September 1990. Its famous Doctor Who weekend. So this wouldn't have even been the 31st. Why was it called 31 Who? 31 West. Well, that's solved that. Now we know. 31 Who. It's a reference to something else that we just what? don't know. I guess I just misunderstood it. It's very weird, right? The whole thing is very weird. Yeah. Interview of Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, because this... From the Unicorn 90 convention in Concord, California. That's the kind that they parody in The Simpsons, you know, (laughs) by Mon Sci-Fi Con or whatever. (laughs) That would have been like just after cancellation. Exactly, yeah. It would have been like a year after. Because what I'm talking about was a thing that was like... It was, was like... It was, yeah, I think it was the 40th anniversary. So it was like just before... um, you know, a few years before New Who. Yeah. Um, but it was like, it was, you know, lots of stuff about the old show. And I think someone mentioned that there's a point where they're just like, oh, here, they're going to bring it back. And that's very exciting. I hope mm. they do a good job. Um, and, so it, know, so it, it wasn't, his George it Lucas, wasn't in, what George, was it? George Lucas what would it be? 90, um, 94 for the, for the 31st anniversary. Yeah. Right. It was in 1990 and it yeah. was only called 31 Who as a reference to 31 West, 31 West, which is 
weird, but okay. Which is a, a, re- a, reference, to, a reference to the position of the Marco Polo satellite, which broadcasts the network's programming. That is... So it's a bit like tel- going to Telstar, Telstar yeah. or something, right? Like, not, but not just 31 degrees position. west, I suppose. I don't know why... Like, I, I mean, I kind of like it, but also you have to be... Someone has to explain that to that, you. <laughs> I assume that then the, the, the sky has latitudes and longitudes, like polar coordinates, sure. and that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is, Marco Polar coordinates. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, that, now that's 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 yeah. that. Um, but yeah, this this one in the in the in the for the fortieth anniversary, or whatever. It had, yeah, like, yeah. It was like a sort of you know one of those. They did a lot of these back in the day, where you had like a night of you had like John Culture, or I think it was yeah, doing yeah. an impression of, of of people, and then occasionally you'd have interviews with various people, and they'd show like an episode or some clips, and they'd do some jokes about it. But the thing, well, I, yeah. I, one of the, yeah. the the mainstays of my childhood was the you know the the in, the in character as the Tom Baker Doctor prank calls. Oh right? yes, yeah, which yeah, is basically yeah. just a, a genre of thing to me. Yeah. Although it was just a segment. Yeah. On a thing, yeah, it was. It was, it was their ringers, but he yeah. did. He did like Obi Wan Kenobi ones as well. Yeah, which were quite yeah. fun. It's just like <laughs> I've got loads of yeah. tapes of those that I taped yeah. when I was a kid. I've got like a drawer at my mum, just full of like me taping shit on Radio Four. Yeah, you know, good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, the, the the point I was trying to get at is there's a point where he makes a joke about like. um uh, it's like, it's like after the show was cancelled by Michael Grade, Michael Grade then left the BBC. But loyal uh, Michael Grade fans or Gradians, as they you know, <laughs> never gave up hope. They get together in gatherings and sit around wearing suits and smoking fat cigars and talk about how they were going to cancel beloved television programs or something like that. And it feels like sort of the, Michael yeah. Grade LARPers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I, I like the idea of like that. That's the sort of like like the loyal Jack Tinker fans or Tinkers as they're known. They yeah, 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 yeah. Wearing, wearing orange, or, orange shirts and orange ties. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're wearing orange today. I am you? wearing orange. Yeah, my, this is why I've got. It's really funny. This is the this is the slightly orange jumper that I have. Of the, there, of I have the, two of the of two these. orangish. I have. Jumpers. Yeah, I have two. It's one more of a terracotta. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I have two of these. One of this is one that I got from I can't remember where. But CM also caught me one, um, like for my birthday, like just just bef- just like around yeah. the same time as I got this, and she was really worried that she got the same one. Well, it's but like calculus. Being, it's like calculus so, being yeah. invented in yeah. two places at the same time or whatever. It's mm. like that kind of. Um, it's usually a good sign if somebody gets you something that's like the thing yeah. you have, because then it means they actually know what you oh, like. Yeah. So I mean, if, if if you get me an orange jumper, you're not going to go far wrong. Yeah. Um, a bomb for the itch of creativity. Yeah, I didn't know what this meant because I wrote it like three weeks ago, but then I remembered it's <laughs> like the the I don't know where this phrase was used, but uh, it was it's a, it was in something with the connection the idea that. Um, when you post about stuff on the internet, it makes you feel like you've made something. Sure. And re- whereas you may have just made something quite small and insignificant, yeah. but the amount of the amount of uh, dopamine that you get, the, the amount of serotonin, the, the number of endorphins you get, you get one uh, endorphin, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe the number of endorphins you get from posting has like a, a, a sort of a sort of threshold limit, yeah. right? Whereby you just post one little small thing and you get one endorphin. But then you post something that's a hundred times bigger, mm. and you get like ten endorphins. So it's better just to keep posting the one endorphin thing yeah. and getting endorphins, uh, and th- that's how many dopamine you get, right? You get one one, one serotonin, right? Um, and that would potentially lead to a situation where nobody is incentivized on an extra on, on an intrinsic level, right? Mm. Because it's your own. Uh, your own limbic system or whatever that's telling you whether to do things or not, uh, you're being motivated to to do small things because those things are a reliable way of getting attention. And making a, a novel or a bizarre bit of, um, you know, a bizarre and interesting thing that has 
go along a sort of a long arc to get through where it needs to to go to become the thing that it is before it is then shown to the public yeah. right when you read these sort of things about these tor- tortured processes that novels and films were produced in right those sort of things are going to become less and less common hmm. and are essentially going to be a, uh, consigned to being only the only way to produce a novel in 50 years will be as a weird form of outsider art because it just won't be rewarded yeah. in, the, in enough for anyone to bother doing it otherwise other than that you just really want to make this weird thing um what would you think about that will that happen sure or or will will t- uh, tweets just carry on getting longer the yeah. 288 characters and then it'll be 288 words and then it will be 288,000 words per tweet i it's interesting because i think that the the, the theory there like could be like there are, there are two ways to 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 think about it right either you believe that and I, I think that both can be true for different people at different times and different contexts or whatever. If you believe that, that just, just talking about the thing disincentivizes doing the thing. Yeah. Or talking the thing creates an element of social accountability for doing the thing. I believe both things, but I don't know yeah. which one is more true. And it, it, it just, I think it really depends on what time. Like, I have, mm. I have a hard time with where I, like, I will sort of say I'm going to do something. And while I have every intention of doing something, often I'm unable to do it for, you know, capacity, you know, executive function reasons. But, like, more recently, I've, I, there were some things that I was going to do that I've just not had the time for because work has been so busy. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, it's it's difficult to know whether or not you're in a like a valid state of like I can't do this now or an invalid state of I can't do this now. Or whether there even is a valid, yeah, state, yeah. Right? Or, or, or whether or not like you're, you know, whether or not the uh, your 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 theoretical Kickstarter backers would be saying, oh, right, right. Is that who you're accountable to in the world? Yeah. Like, who maybe choosing who you're accountable to is the main thing, right? Is that I think that's I, I think that's a more important right? point generally. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that like. Something that I've been sort of trying to work out how to describe for a while is the way that like people seem to surrender themselves to just and like the 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 full accountability. Not you, I think you can you can have a, a degree of like limited accountability to others based on mm. like direct action on them. Yeah. But I think that you other than that you should try your hardest to like limit your who you believe you're accountable to. This is something I struggle with personally. Yeah, li- yeah. Li- limit who you believe you're accountable to to like a smaller Is that on the level of kind of what would so and so think of this thing yeah, even yeah, when yeah, it's not yeah. relevant? To so it. not not accountability. I mean I don't mean like, you know, you should go just like you should cultivate a circle of friends who are just like no absolutely it's bang on it's fine to just assault people on the street. <laughs> you know? No, I mean I mean in terms of like yeah, creative output or whatever. Like or, yeah, but yeah. like I think other things in general, right? Like you you should try and not just allow yourself to outsource your um, you know, your judgment on stuff to cuz this is something I was thinking about, right? Mm. Like I was like at what point did I sort of stop thinking about, like, stop thinking things through? It was, well, was there ever a point where I stopped thinking, like, er, tried, trying to think everything through? And, like, who are the, like, who are my, like, proxies? To whom am I delegating stuff? Can I, like, name or, right. like, specify Is that in terms of, like, when there's something or... that you need to do, you, instead of thinking about it and trying to work out on it from, like, first principles and, like, yeah. what, how to approach something, yeah. you think, right, these are the kind yeah. of models for how I do something and exe- yeah. as exemplified by a person and <clears throat> yeah. their approach, right? Either action or belief or, like, opinion. Like, you know, who are the people that you're outsourcing your opinions to? Like, mm. if you think, you know, like... At what point are you like, I'm going to not make an assessment of this myself, but I will instead trust X person who has said yeah, yeah. this thing and, and like I will believe them whether I, you know, I, I will have, have that. Or are you, sometimes I think this is the case for, for some people, outsourcing your, 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 your stuff not to a specific person or a specific group of people, but like to an idea of a specific person or right, group of people right. and like sort of almost like trying to anticipate their opinion and 
Um, but I think that's it's a it's a it's a it's not a good road to get. It, it's kind of a like best practices mm. as the kind of the composite like ideal. You know that thing that they used people used to do before everyone got really into like machine learning, where yeah. they would just simply take a million pictures of faces and align all the eyes and then average yeah. out all the faces <laughs> just by changing yeah. the opacity to one millionth and then averaging them, yeah. and then you'd end up with like the most beautiful person or whatever, right? Yeah. You're creating an aggregate uh, idea of what is acceptable or what is the best thing to do based on all the things that have come in so far weighted through some sort of thing yeah and is it like you're talking about recognizing that that is a thing that you're doing and trying to uh either be more choosy with like how you do that or yeah. or actually just distance yourself entirely from I, I it i think it's cases. just at least acknowledging it right like yeah, it's, yeah. it's moving from an unmindful um like just sort of reactivity and more introducing a step between like reaction and like, that, that requires a lot know. more like energy and effort like, yes, because you have to suddenly yeah. question everything you're doing right well am i just doing this yeah. because it's the done thing or but whatever you, i think you could still build like more conscious systems around that like there are certain yeah. things where it's like and the trouble is you you often get people who who do this but like it, it's easier to do for things where it's like it's it, it requires less of a um of a, of a technical grounding because once you get into that then you'll start you start to become one of those people yeah, who's yeah. just like Ah, I've proven that the virus, the, you know, the, the the antivirus doesn't work, and it must be, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 vaccine is uh, whatever, you know. You know, just like, do you have a physics degree? Yes, I do. It turns out they all have physics degrees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all people who graduated in physics and from the university in the nineteen sixties, and think that that means that they have like the magic keys of the universe or everything. Um, very much the kind of people. I like the idea of the before. university um, of the nineteen sixties. Yeah, nineteen sixties college. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, that, that, that's sort of a slight, a slight tangent from that. I mm, think. Mm, mm. I think that, like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the thing that my brain is giving me at the moment is that thing where because um, we're kind of yeah. talking about like short circuiting reward or short circuiting decisions and thought, yeah. right? So, yeah. like, the idea of like you're you're doing this thing for a reason that isn't like the actual reason. You're doing yeah. it because you, you assume that this is the correct thing to do based on mm. the signals that are coming yeah. from the external world, right? Yeah. And that maybe those signals from the external world generally work well, but sometimes they don't, and you've got to recognise when they're not working, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what my brain is giving me at the moment is something that happened a million years ago during Game Gate, where someone asked uh, one of the uh, game lads what they thought of Death of the Author, and they thought, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. think that killing authors is bad." <laughs> well, like, yeah. no, I don't. Well, wasn't it yeah. something like the yeah. author is very much alive? Like, or something? I can't. I can't no, no, there, like there was some. There was some response where that was like, you know, the the the, the response clearly did not like. It mm. belied a lack of understanding of the question that was being asked, which honestly. That was, that was that thing arrival, wasn't it? I, again, I've started yeah. to. I, I think I personally have started to get way more into people that just don't know about things like that. <laughs> so I just feel like once you know all the things like that that you're supposed to know about and talk about and use as like reference yeah. points, it's I mean, not that, become a short circuit in themselves. Well, right, it, it, it yeah. becomes it becomes like the. I mean, this is a Wendy, a Wendy Carlos quote that my dad sometimes brings out, which is I guess he had an interview with her in the seventies or the eighties on radio or something, mm. and she used the phrase. Um, I think they were talking about her like scoring work mm. on on film and stuff around the time, and I think she used the phrase uh, musically pre-literate, yeah. which was the idea that like w when working with a lot of musicians, they're unable to do certain things because they've learned the correct way of doing it, mm. and that has allowed them to be really good at doing the correct way of doing it yeah. at the expense of doing it in any other way, yeah. which is obviously like what you'd want when mm. you're doing like engineering, right? We don't really worry about engineers becoming like sort of you know. Um, 
mechanically pre-literate, yeah. right? It's not like, me- like the basic principles of mechanics mm-hmm. are going to change. Although, I don't know, maybe if you were like building a bridge in space or something, you'd maybe want someone, you know, some big yeah. brain, big brain boy to come in and, you know, microdose mm-hmm. LSD and like work out all the, the numbers, right? But um, if you're actually like trying to do something on a creative level mm-hmm. or something where the main point is to, you know, take something in an extrapolative sure, yeah, direction yeah, yeah. rather than an interpolative direction, mm-hmm. probably you want someone that's not like, thinking about things on the level of well these are just the basic concepts that we all talk about and how i relate to people is by talking about death of the author and then this means that or whatever like thinking about okay well what's a way of of analyzing media that completely sidesteps the idea of authorial intent doesn't simply say it's irrelevant or it's relevant but it makes that question somehow orthogonal to the whole point you're making right that would be an interesting idea i don't know what that would look like but someone should do it right Speaking of games, games that are very good. Games that are very this good. Is a really funny card. Yeah, it's yeah. got a. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an acrostic. Yeah. Or is it? Is that would that would that be called an acrostic if I've written it in lines? <laughs> <laughs> it's not an. Is, is it an acronym? Or is it an acrostic? I suppose it's an, an acrostic mm. because one line has got two words on. Yeah. So me and Cat have been playing GTA Five, mm. following our our policy of. Of our policy, which is that Bassie just gave us an Xbox 360, which is something neither of us have ever owned because I stopped buying games consoles after I got a Wii and was somewhat disappointed mm. at it. And also had a PC and played games on that instead. Mm. Um, so I've now been enjoying all of the... We've been enjoying all the games of the last 15 years uh, through the magic of going into CEX yeah. and buying... Spending like 20 quid and mm. getting about 1,000 hours yeah. of entertainment <laughs> in exchange. So... That's good stuff. They call that the communications exchange. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's we've been playing GTA Five, and it's um, I, maybe I had more thoughts on it last week or the week before. Um, but it's a good game. I can see why it's like the the, the highest grossing game ever that isn't Minecraft or something. Um, or maybe it is the highest gr- grossing game ever. I'm not sure. Has Minecraft beaten it yet? I feel like Minecraft probably would have done, but then again, maybe not. But I, it's one of those things where you can totally like. Um, so I was talking to Martin about this actually because like. And he brought up the point of, well, essentially on a financial level, it's like the last game that could be like, mm. we put in loads and loads of money and we just work mm. really, really hard and have immense amount of content sure. into the game. And then it makes way, way, way more money back as a result. Yes. And the, the, we put loads of money in and it scales and we get loads of money out. Yeah. And like that, maybe 2013 or whatever the, whenever it first, mm. whenever that game came out was yeah. like the last time in games. Sure. That was like the peak of like, mm you know bo- like blockbuster funding yeah 100 million in and a mm. billion out or whatever yeah. kind of thing i don't think it will ever happen after that potentially it's, i don't it's, know it's minecraft by quite a way by the way minecraft oh, okay. apparently sold 238 million copies that is insane That's... gta 5 and tetris are the only other games known to have sold over 100 billion copies um, damn yeah so gta is like yeah it's 165 million so it's like you know getting on for still sort of up there though yeah. it's in the same it's pretty good same sort of thing tetris is around 100 million and then we sports Play Unknown's Battlegrounds, 75. Mm. Um, Super Mario Brothers, which I guess is like they just because they re- re- re-release it. Oh, every one, time they yeah. re-release it, right, yeah. Um, and then, uh, where are we? Uh, Mario Kart 8 <coughs> slash Deluxe, Pokemon Red, Green, Yellow and Blue. That's, yeah. Terraria. I'm surprised that... that... Terraria was that big. Wow, is it? Is that in the tens oh, of millions? Uh, yeah, 44. Damn! I would if you asked me, I'd have get oh, how many copies yeah. of Terraria. Yeah. Everyone says I've been saying Terraria. Does everyone say Terraria now? I saw someone saying it. Yeah, I guess. I think it's like Terrarium, right? Yeah, Terraria. Maybe it's yeah. What the fuck? Tetris eighty nine apparently is listed separately from Tetris. Is that because of some Sega versus? Version? I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Whereas Tetris, Tetris is EA. Tetris, brackets, Tetris. <laughs> oh, apparently this is like the mobile version of Tetris? Uh, yeah, because the thing you is with Tetris... all the Tetris. Tetris has yeah. had so many, like, fucked up rights disputes over sure, its, yeah. you know, long life. Because it's because it's obviously so easy to make Tetris. Yeah. Wow, that Switch Animal Crossing's 38 million. Witcher 3 is 40 million. A lot of these are newer than I would have expected, you know? Do you think that is that the there's, there's, modern... there's something here? We've hit something I have literally never heard of. A game. There's one called Human Full Flat, a puzzle platform game. So here's something that I was just thinking yeah. of. Do you think that the modern digital distribution channels that all games go through now makes the entire industry much more vulnerable to a kind of Hollywood accounting? <coughs> mm. Like, do you think that potentially a lot of these numbers may not be entirely correct? Sure, yeah. Maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah, where are we? What else have we got? Yeah, there's a lot of games that have sold a lot of copies. <laughs> That's. I'm surprised that things like Pokemon first gen are as high as they are. To yeah. be honest, yeah, because that was very big at the time. But I had no because if you ad- adjusted for the growth of the whole industry, that was absolutely huge. If you yeah. you know if you think now that it's competing with the big games of the 2010s, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there the industry the industry gamers. was like a tenth of yeah. the size back mm. then or something. I don't maybe it wasn't. No, it probably was. Yeah, I reckon it was. How big was the entire games industry in 1998 compared to 2018? Yeah, like, I reckon it, not as big. I think it was maybe a fifth of the size. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, was, there, was, there was basically no such thing as like mobile games or whatever. I guess right, you know, yeah. You you had what like maybe I don't know. Was Pop the PlayStation around back then? Really, like you, yeah, yeah. The PlayStation was really big. Microsoft, like the Xbox hadn't been launched. Well, like a, I yeah, think. right. No, it was like, two thousand and two you know, yeah. or something. The Xbox, right? Sega was on the way out. Like you know, yeah. That's that's a. It's a weird time. I think that ninety eight was that was the um the not the peak of games, but the point on the curve of games where it was the steepest. Sure, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you think all the games that came yeah. out in nineteen ninety eight, it was like an like. It's, what a year, right? It was like, if you look at a game from 1996 and a game from 1999, mm-hmm. it's like 10 years have passed. It's, yeah. it's, it's absolutely crazy. Like, um, the examples I always think of are just like, the, 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 the 3D Sonic games are actually very ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. That's one of the weird things about it. Like, they all look like they're from the early noughties. They look like GameCube games because the first one was on the Dreamcast, right? But the Dreamcast came out, like, slightly too early. Yeah. It came out, like, four years before the GameCube yeah. or something. And so, But it had the next-gen graphics, except nobody was buying it because they were waiting for the PS2. Yeah. But it had that kind of thing of, like, oh, so this game looks a bit janky and old. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you look at the games that were coming out at the same time, mm-hmm. they're, like, 90s games where the camera doesn't even work. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty good yeah, when, you, when you adjust it for inflation you, you don't like base it around yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like oh it's an old game so you're like oh it like looks a bit it look, and also yeah. it like they re-released it on the gamecube and it sure, did pretty yeah. well and they're like oh so it feels like a gamecube era game yeah. or whatever i don't know yeah all right mm. good stuff i have to leave early this week yes. so we're gonna have to drop you all early. right sorry gang keep it real good see night, you folks. next time good night